that is good storytelling. Yeah. And uh, on a, uh, if I'm going to be honest, I'm here for the real MCU. That's the Maverick Cinematic Universe. <laughs> so if they're going to uh, have like goose spin-offs or just you know like uh, how Rodriguez got her wings, uh, or you know if they're going to do like how uh, Hangman got the the the, the real nickname uh, or call sign of like Bagman, Bagman yeah. um, I'm, I'm I'm here for it because yeah. I'm sure it'll be a more, more mature um, and a more in tone with what I'd like to see at this yeah. at particular point in my in my life, you know, and what I like in terms of cinema. Yeah. The real MCU has just started. <laughs> Hi there and welcome to Two Reels Podcast. I am your host Liam Reedy and today I'm with Samuel Mills and we're talking Top Gun Maverick. But before we get into the podcast, just want to take this opportunity to say thank you to everyone who's given us a listen, everyone who's given us a download since our inception around two years ago. We're coming up to our 50th episode and we've just surpassed 2,500 unique downloads. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who's given us a listen. If you want to support the podcast, check out shop2reels.com. Over there we've got t-shirts, hoodies, mugs and more, loads of good stuff. And also, give us a like on Facebook, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter, all of those at 2 Reels Podcast. So thank you once again. First one in the new studio. New studio. studio. Still being named, I feel like. Feel um... quite settled on a... Do you know what it is? Do you know why I haven't quite settled on it? Because I know we call like it, it's it's obviously there's always two tattoo wheels towers, but I feel like that's like the venue. Mm. But the room, I don't know. I want a pun, and I can't for the life of me pick up a fucking pun. Yeah, the the real room. I don't know. Oh, it's around it. I like it. Yeah, that might be it. The real room. <laughs> well, at least at least for now. But no, that's I like it. Yeah, the real room. We've been trying to do a podcast for four weeks. Yeah. Not even this one. Not even this one. No, no we've still uh, got that one to come. Yeah, still got Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, we, 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 I we'll go into it on this one because I feel like we'll, we'll have Harry present for that one because yeah. he's part of that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll skip the the semantics of why there's been no podcast for a little <laughs> yeah. while. Um, t- t- coming back to uh, a film that is a, a huge blockbuster is probably a good thing. You know, yeah. our next podcast, uh, you know. Not only a huge blockbuster, but so good. So good. good. One. Something actual, that lives. A really good one. Something that lives up to expectation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, or, you know, it's um, uh, you know, some people I talk to who have seen the film who uh, their expectations were like low. So, yeah. you know, for them, those people to have said that they thoroughly enjoyed it as well, you know, thought it was really good. Again, it's just a. Uh, it's like in a different vein of um, Hollywood blockbusters, which I feel like are rarer occasions mm. because of the the prevalence of the MCU and superhero movies these days. Mm. You know, and a lot of people prior have been like, "Well, unless it's uh, unless it's uh, you know Avengers movie, yeah, it's yeah. not going to make uh, a billion dollars." No. And this one is just uh, two middle fingers up to that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Two two Tom Cruise middle fingers up to that because it, it is two it is, Tom Cruise base diving off of a cliff, <laughs> flipping off the well, bird, running, running, his trademark running. <laughs> yeah. uh, then 
yeah, like you said, base jumping, flipping the birds, saying like that's not, you know, it's, cinema is not superhero movies, and they're not the be all and end all of like what can entertain, not just make money, but like. But do you think, like, actually do you think entertain. one of these? I feel I feel like it's not worth hiding the fact that we really enjoyed this. I think it was worth it. We life open on it. Do you think part of the reason? I'm sure we'll get into it. It is is because it was a film made by people that wanted to make the film, that mm. know the film, and not necessarily know the... I wasn't necessarily know the audience. They just... I think he made the film he wanted to make. Yeah, I think so. And shock, shock horror... It was good. It was good. <laughs> Someone made the film they wanted to make instead of the film they were told to or thought would sell. They yeah. just made the film they wanted to make. Yeah. And oh my God, it was like, it, it, amazing. And I'm so... To be honest, I'm just... If, any, if anyone... I think everyone seems to know the, the behind-the-scenes stories behind this film. Yeah. But um, I feel I'm like so um, glad it worked out because of the 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 work, the extra work that went in before the film was even made, with the like the piloting and all that stuff, and like yeah, I mean the, the um, it's been well documented that the the making of this film was as impressive as the film itself. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and uh, one thing that I th- I feel gets um, not overlooked, but because it's got some like very iconic music some of the other tracks from this movie you know Hans Zimmer doing the doing the music for this film and uh with Lady Gaga and having an original song mm. which is uh, in itself is a rarity as well isn't it these days having like a a song made for the film yeah you know yeah, and yeah. I know it's not like uh, when which is sort of in Top Gun tradition as well because Kenny Loggins wrote them all for it I mean in the 80s it used to be like the norm yeah it was so normal yeah. but um, you which know, went first that or Will Smith not doing a song at the end of all of his no yeah Will Smith uh, I feel like they, they crescendoed at the same time uh, do you know what I mean like, yeah. I feel like 2002 he stopped doing the uh, or 2003 he stopped doing the, the doing a rap for yeah. the for the, the and then shortly after music and film died I feel like this is there a coincidence I feel like yeah no that's conspiracy right there I feel like Will Smith was like the um, the catalyst for the, the change the heart of music mm. Written for films, but uh, you know, I mean, it's not co- the, the 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 song that is made for this movie by um, Madame de Gaga mm-hmm. is um, is not called Top Gun. Which uh, I feel like if it was made like in the nineties, say the sequel to Top Gun was made in the early nineties, it they would have just gone with that because or called it the Need for Speed. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, another tagline. Yeah, um, or maybe just done a full on uh, Kiss from a Rose from the Batman movie and just just went out there like. Not about anything. Not about anything at all. Exactly. Like, it's not even about a different subject. Not at all. Just, just, just not about just not the a ramblings sing- of a madman. <laughs> not a single <laughs> lyric to do with Batman. I once tried to learn the lyrics to Christopher Rose. Oh, I love that song. I love Worse it. than why, a, do I only know the, why do I only know curious? I nearly went mad. Like, Worse than a link doing an English GCSE at this age. It's like I don't know if it's symbolism or if it's just randomness. It. A, a man will go mad trying to figure out. <laughs> a man, a man will lose all all his marbles yeah. uh, trying to do, trying to recollect every line from Kiss from a Rose. But you know, um, I was listening to the soundtrack uh, before. Um, I was listening to it this afternoon, and honestly, it, it, even going from uh, Lady Gaga's song, it's called "Hold My Hand," which is, I mean, it's. Uh, it's it's apt because that's like most of the lyrics to it. But yeah, yeah. Um, the going from that to um, Hans Zimmer's score 
is like I don't I don't know if it like it shouldn't work, but it does. It's more like they just they they do just kind of complement each other. You know, yeah. it's all very like you know like epic actiony. But it's but it's epic actually. He he they they could have just done. Let's just go full on cheesy and have all the songs like Kenny Loggins and stuff again. Well, they could have just had uh, take my breath away. They could have just rehashed it. Yeah, could have just got Lady Gaga like, to do a like re-release they did throughout all of the first movie. Yeah. Like they just did. For, we will touch on the first movie as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, they they very much. It wasn't just two songs or three songs for the entire movie and oh. see because we were watching the first one, weren't we? And isn't every time there's like a moment, not even a touching moment. I feel like a filler moment. It just started to do. Every I feel like it's every time there's like a beat or a beat change. Yeah, it's like boom, 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 and you're just like, what? Why is that? Why is that? Why is that happening? Um. Yeah, that that's it. In the in the first movie, they 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 did kind of um, they did steer clear of some um, some tropes that they had. Uh, you know, they it's very well established the first movie, and everyone who's seen it more than like once uh, knows the um, knows the like schlockier bits. Yeah. knows the knows the the kind of like the kind of winks and nods and knows the like I, I said it was this time around I realised that it is you if I didn't know what it was and you mm. showed it to me yeah. I think it was like a um, a less slapstick or on the nose version of like Hot Shots yeah. which ironically is Top Gun <laughs> obviously but honestly but every line in it is I can see I can I've always loved Hot Shots anyway but I can absolutely mm. see why Hot Shots chose Top Gun of course because every single line in the original Top Gun is an action movie line it's so cheesy in the best way though like yeah. it's not you know I'm watching this like what the fuck is this I'm literally watching this like this is this is great I want to see more I feel like uh, Hot Shots uh, was made because they were like can we outdo the cheesiness can we outdo the the kind of uh, the Hollywood cliches that Top Gun has presented yeah it was just like can we do better than that yeah. you know can we do like because obviously Top Gun takes itself to a degree seriously yeah, yeah. Um, they were just like can we can we go one further? And yeah, I love Hot Shots as well. That's a great film. Um, we'll definitely do an episode about but, parodies. Oh, absolutely! Um, yeah. well, that whole that whole type of comedy, mm. Naked Gun, Hot Shots, yeah, uh, Airplane, all that sort of yeah. stuff. Uh, what, I think Mel Brooks got an entire thing on himself. Did watch a um, a recent video on YouTube about. Um, like different styles of comedy, yeah. uh, just kind of like that when they had their times, you yeah, know? yeah, and like parody, uh, the rise and obviously the the, the like the explosion of uh, parody films, yeah. um, and how terrible they got in the mid noughties. Well, I feel like it kind of like in the eighties and oh, no, eighties into the nineties, wasn't it? Because hmm. uh, Men in Tights was literally the year after. Uh, uh, Prince of Thieves, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, that's Mel Brooks. But um, yeah, I think it was eighties, nineties was the absolute pinnacle of that comedy, mm. like Naked Gun, Airplane, Mel Brooks, anything by Mel Brooks, that sort of mm. stuff, like absolutely fantastic. And then we had a bit of a reawakening in the noughties. Was it was scary movie? Late nineties, I'd say. Scary movie, scary movie, good. Scary mm. movie too, generally good. Well, I feel like uh, scary kind of... movie did what. What Scream did for horror, 
was to re- was reinventing the genre or yeah. or giving it like a, a boost. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, you know Scary Movie did exactly the same two yeah. years later well, with scary, parodies. I, I, well, I learned out later that Scary Movies actually is a parody of a parody because screen movies are in some aspects a parody. Yeah, they're, they're more meta than parody. Yes, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, and then they came out and they were like, they did well. They were good. They generally are funny. Followed the same sort of tropes, but in a more modern sense. Um, and then it just got reference galore. Mm. That's I think that's the difference. References. There wasn't like there was film. Obviously, the a lot a lot of the ones in the stuff like uh, Men in Tights, Hot Shots, and stuff. Mm. I mean, the film itself is a reference. Yes, but still, even within the film itself being a reference mm. and scenes being similar, there was less references. Yeah. And then in this, it just became about clickbait almost, clickbait references, like mm. having like Amy Winehouse because she was popular at the time or something like that. Well, that was what I was watching on this uh, particular video where it was just like the collapse of parody was yeah. just putting in um, pop culture reference, pop culture reference sake. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, references, going back to Top Gun, the references start ex- from minute one or the very first second of the film, really. Where they referenced the first one with the music. Yes, yeah. Brilliant. Which I think was a good idea. Brilliant music, and even the panning across his, um, his like pictures, isn't it? Of the not the first one, but him with goose and things like that. All this. That's not right at the beginning. The right at the beginning is obviously like the titles. Which oh is ex- yeah, yeah. Sorry. Which is almost a shot-for-shot shot remake of the first one. Yeah, yeah. My brother Just said with it is, updated it is, technology. It is literally. Yeah, he said it is the shot-for-shot. Shot. It's the same. Um, hmm. Yeah, and it, but it was, it, and it was perfect because it starts off the soft music, something mm. like that, you think, and then just as the train, the dun, 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 and oh, I got goosebumps. Like, yeah, same, happen. yeah. Got literal goosebumps. But no, the first, yeah, this, it had a different, definitely the film itself, as much as I say, it, it did that thing where we've said about it before, like the perfect formula, if you want to do this sort of thing, is do the same thing again, but different. Mm. It kind of did that, but didn't do that. As I keep saying, it was still a different story. It was like that's that's a good thing. Like yeah, absolutely. It was definitely a different story and not an exact same no. rehash. This one was it, we know this wasn't even the same objective. Like in Top Gun, no. it was just about being in Top Gun, being mm. the best and stuff like that. This one was like, no, we have a task and there's a mm. thing they have to learn, and it, it all wrote in so well. A, lot, a bit a bit more serious this one as well mm. that's probably why the Kenny Loggins kicking in at the action scenes wouldn't quite have fit probably wouldn't have fit but I, you know I feel like with the initial having the main titles track I think which is just called called back to Top Gun um, that's the obviously what happened the the music that kicks in straight away yeah. and and having a danger zone by yeah Kenny Loggins. I mean, it gave you a, it gave you a nod that this is the same, uh, this still the same universe. Yeah. But then the rest of the movie, especially going from the title uh, credits, which were exactly the same as yeah. the original, going to the first scene, which is, um, you know, you see you see Maverick, and then he goes to the test center. Yeah. Um, and then all that whole scene shows you that it's a very different tone, especially yeah, like yeah. the the um, the cinematography is different. Yeah, you know, it's all very hyper modernized, which is very well done because I feel like it's like he's testing out this like super bit of equipment, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. the stealth fighter. Yeah, and you know, 
when you watch it in uh, IMAX or on the on the big just on the big screen, you can just tell like the you know they have moved on, and so has technology. Yeah. Since it's like a kind of a mirroring of yeah. like what's happening on screen and the look of it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of, it, it, it does fit. Even the dialogue's a bit updated. It's mm. not every line. There is some like the dialogue is still kind of like um, expressive, like movie dialogue. Mm. But done in a, a little bit more of a like even just yeah. the guy like the guy older than him telling him that he's a dying breed and mm. he's got to get on board with the future and they're like we all twice my like it's a bit like why would that guy be saying that surely like yeah Ed, that Ed, whole... Ed Harris plays his I uh, his superior officer yeah I think he's brilliant little touch to it I like I, I like they I really like they worked him in because yeah he fits in so perfectly and he, he, and he fits that 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 role so well him uh replacing uh the the guy who plays um the guy who plays oh, the um... the principal in back to the future <laughs> yeah yeah you was know he... he's uh, ed harris is a perfect is he, uh, replacement is he, is he's not viper is he what is he in what's his codename in the first one the bald guy is i don't i don't think he has a call sign i'm sure they call him by a call sign I'm pretty sure Viper is someone else. Yeah, is, Viper is it? someone else, but I thought he had a cool sign as well. Because he's one of the ones they shoot down in the air, isn't he? In their first bit. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. The the guy the guy who plays the hard nosed uh, general, you know. Um, yeah, he's got that. But yeah, oh, who was, is uh, he? Uh, we, we, we will get there. He is. Oh, no. I've lost it now. James Tolkien. He he play oh yeah he does he he plays um oh what's his uh he does ha- he does have a call sign but it's Stinger but he's he's just like a commander yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and having Ed Harris uh, play his um quasi replacement yeah, yeah is just like a perfect touch absolutely yeah. because yeah it's it's the same guy but yeah the modern version again mm. like it wasn't as like almost like not as cheesy Ed Harris is just so good at playing this sort of like. Hmm. stern intimidating kind of like I feel like if Ed Harris walked into a room and I've never met him and he ordered me to do something I'd like do it instinctually you probably would do because of the way he's always like also you don't want to piss him off I just so <laughs> no. he, I, he'd, he'd be real life actually able to do you know the thing in Cobra Kai the quiet yes if he did that I would be like yep <laughs> I would just stop talking just jaw drops yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah he's he's that kind of like you could walk into a military base and people just think he's a general yeah, he doesn't need to show his credentials. No. His eyebrows are his credentials. Exactly. His, just, the look he gives you is his credentials. He's just so good. Yeah, you know, he looks at you and you're just like, shit, I think that guy's a commander. <laughs> you know? He's so good, Ed Harris. I do like seeing him when he pops up. So yeah, he was a good inclusion for the early um, the, for the early part of the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the scene with the stealth fighter very much set up the fact that Maverick is still Maverick. Like, yeah. he's still got the goods... Yeah. I'm going to use 80s terms for it. Yeah, he's still no, got the goods. We're, we're with Top Gun, man. It goes 80 as you want. This is the time to go full on cheesy. He's still got the goods, but he's some, he still goes too close to the edge. He's still, he's got that, he's still got that need. Yeah, he's still got that need for speed. Definitely at fucking Mach 10. And that wasn't enough. Like, no. the whole, like... Like, considering... And I think this is where the filming and stuff came into it, like, so well. We were just watching, essentially... Especially in that scene, he's not doing any like fancy. It's just him trying to mm. going in a straight line, trying to hit Matt Ten in this like mm. jet thing. 
you feel it. Yeah, yeah. You like feel because I do sound. believe that that um, that scene though. I don't think he's actually. I don't think he's actually. That's one of the times where I'm like, I, he's not in that plane. Like oh, a, a yeah. because I'm, I don't think that plane exists. But no, no I don't think the plane exists. I don't. I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if they put him in the gear in some sort of version of the plane. Yeah. So he's flying a plane. No, I don't. I don't think so. I feel but, like um, that's probably one of the one of the only bits okay, of okay. flying in this movie. Yeah. Because it's a fucking. It's a it's a it's a uh, like top secret stealth fighter. Yeah, that doesn't absolutely. exist. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 is made up for the film. Like yeah, let's just put it yeah. that way. I think the, no one's ever. I think the it's the that's whole m- like no one has hit yeah. Mac Ten. It's Mac Nine, I think. So that's not to take away from any of the. No, other no, stuff. but you still. But it's the scene itself. It's just yeah. like intense, amazing. You're mm. watching this guy drive in a straight line, essentially. Pretty much, line. yeah. And all it is doing is cutting between showing that. Yeah. And him in the cockpit, and then the actual thing, and it's just it's so well shot amongst all of it. You're like, mm. when you at one point you're literally getting excited about numbers changing. Yes, what I mean. Yeah. If you really break it down, and obviously yeah. it's not about that. If you really you could do that of any movie, <laughs> but if you really broke it down, what you are watching on a screen and what's yeah. making you get like goosebumpy, it's literally you're watching numbers go up. Yeah. With no real concept of what's happening other than that means fast and shaky cam of shaky Tom Cruise cam in and a the cockpit. noise and just the noise and stuff. You're like. I'm really invested in this. Mm. And then when he's pushing it, and you know he's going to hit Mac 10. Yeah, yeah. And you know from where the line that, um, uh, ho, ho, Hundo, Hundo, he's called. Hundo. Yeah. Hundo feeds him. You know he's going to go beyond that Mac 10 before he even goes up there. You know, he's going to hit it and mm. go past it. That's the point. Because you go, Mac 10, don't sit. Like, they wouldn't have put that in there otherwise. Mm. But it doesn't matter. You're still like, oh my God, is he going to hit Mac 10? Yeah. So well done in that way. And it's, it's, it's they needed something to get him in trouble. Last time it was about him taking some risks and making it into Top Gun. This one was uh, he took a risk, got in trouble, was about to get kicked out, and then uh, General Iceman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Ad- Admiral Iceman. No, Lieutenant it is, actually. But when he turns up, he says, uh, hello, Admiral. That's what I thought hmm. was it. Because, yeah, on the, um, on the wall, when he walks in, it says Commander. Yeah. But then when he goes to him, he says, uh, he says hello or something, Admiral. Right. But I don't know if it was a joke or not, but I was uh, under the impression. Maybe, was, yeah, maybe he is an Admiral. But yeah, I'm just going on the IMDb listing here, but. I know, it might be that. It might be he was just joking. I don't know. But he, um, but yeah, yeah, it sounds like you find out later on that he's actually any time, he's uh, spent his entire career getting in trouble and doing what he's not supposed to. And then. God damn it, Maverick. And then I said, God damn it, Maverick. Yeah. Oh, it, for, for the error that perfected god damn it mm. the top gun movie is the film that perfected the perfection of it yes like, yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's just like oh yeah, yeah he, he just he so he gets in trouble and then this one is him about almost being sent back there mm. but not well as, um, at first you feel you feel like he uh when when he says that you've been called back to 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 top gun you feel uh, immediately you, you think to teach yeah. But then it's like revealed later, or like pretty much in the next scene, really, that he did teach for three months. Yeah, two three and, months. And you know, says, and it didn't go well. in typical Maverick fashion. He's just like, yeah, he's just like didn't go much, well. He very much had that meeting where, like, I feel like he either it was ever a stern telling off, but in my head, it's just the scene from IT Crowd where he just went into an office. It's not for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not for you, Peter. <laughs> it's not for you. It's um. Yeah, and then so when he is called to Top Gun, we have uh, our initial. Um, well, there is a lot of back and forth between these two characters. We have our initial meeting of uh, Maverick 
and Maverick uh, having you know jabs and a you know bit of bit of one on one verbal with Don Draper himself, John Hamm, John who Hamm. I thought was really good. In this so film. good. I he like how do you know the most impressive thing about his performance was how much he he managed to I wouldn't say dial it back because the charisma was there, mm. but he like had to. I feel like he had to hold back how much we like him. Uh, yeah, I'm like the, yeah, John Hamm, you just see him and like him. Yeah. So he must have he must have fought every ounce of him to just be like hold back the charisma, yeah. the natural charisma that John Hamm. I loved again, much like with Ed Harris, John Hamm. If I see John Hamm, I'm generally quite happy. Yeah. And then because you know it's going to be a good performance, and they always deliver. Hasn't been in a lot lately, but it was good to see him. At, yeah, uh, and he plays the he he looks the role. Yeah, I mean his initial breakthrough role in. Hollywood was in We Are Soldiers with Mel Gibson. Oh, I thought it was. Which was um, initially, uh, so it was probably around 2003, I think that film came out, maybe a little bit earlier, maybe a little bit later. But like, he was like ready to give up on acting um, at that point because he was a, he was a lecturer of, of uh, drama, of, you know, of acting. And um, he gave it, he said he, he gave it 10 years and if he didn't, make it then yeah. he would just go back to to teaching I yeah, guess. yeah or something else and um yeah he uh, was given a like a it's it's a very like kind of second or third string role yeah um but yeah he was in uh we are soldiers with mel gibson great film i really like and that then film. from there is it that that got him mad? yeah yeah pretty much yeah yeah you know a couple of years later and then you know he so he you know from where he started his, I guess his big time career, I'd say. Yeah. Um, he's you know gone kind of, kind of full circle yeah. from being in the army to being in the navy. In the navy, yeah. <laughs> you know, but if I didn't. I feel like it, I guess he has kind of got a cop face, but I didn't. Cop I don't think face. I realized it. You <laughs> oh. know, like, like it, some like, people like, might see that as an insult. <laughs> no, but you know, like Ed, like Ed Harris, they just look like soldiers. Like so that I don't think I realized about John Hamm until I saw this. I feel like it's the square jaw. It's the square jaw, isn't it? And he's got the and the hair, like he's, the the, yeah. the, the He pulls hair. off a short haircut. Yeah, yeah. It just something. They do have a bit of a cop face, and even the way he talks and stuff in it is like it's like, obviously it's the acting. I but. feel like it's. I don't think it's like a. I wouldn't say a cop face. I'd no. say it's more like an authoritative, an authoritative, like demeanor. Is that not what a cop face is? No, let's not let's not say that. But the yeah, he's just got. Um, just it's a cut. He's, he's just got. He's just got. A, he's just got a presence. <laughs> yeah, hasn't yeah, yeah. He? So he, did, he, he absolutely looked like he was in the military. Yeah, yeah it, it suited very well. You could see. You could. Uh, you could totally buy even uh, the way that it's um, subtly hinted at and then just kind of said towards the end of their first um, meeting that you know he was the first place in Top Gun. It's I think easy, like yeah. two years or like three years later. It was like two so, years, like yeah, in eighties something like that. Yeah, and you can totally buy it. What was his call sign? Uh, I think he was Viper, wasn't he? He might have been. Viper. No, I feel like Viper was actually a, a secondary character in the first Top Gun. I think so. I think there was. There's so many. Yeah, I love them all. If you if you even you do the credits at the end of the first one and this one as yeah. well. And you see some of the names; they're so cool. They've got real people's call signs, haven't they? Who they yes. trained with in the, yeah. at the end of the I first think, one. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, can't remember if they did that in the second one in the credits. I we don't didn't know. really stay. Well, <laughs> didn't really yeah, stay. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, that might be interesting actually. These call signs were good. They lived up. To Cyclone. It. That's it. 
Jeez, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. That's not a bad one to have. I mean, I'd, if I was going to go for Cyclone, I would just change it to Hurricane, though. Probably take him. Yeah, that's true. That's Definitely true. take him. Yeah, yeah, actually. I yeah. would like Hurricane because it's my favourite British jet. Although, um, doing Hurricane would be... Um, you'd be a bit tempting fate to... Uh, Getting in a spin, you know, like in the first one, yeah, the whole yeah. the whole reason why um, Goose uh, dies, yeah, yeah, uh, is they get into a, like a they get into they a spin it, they, from yeah. something like a, like an air trap or something, it, something like that. In it, yeah, it's something like that. I'm not an, I'm not a naval man. No, I'm not, um, I'm not, so, an, air, I'm not an air fighter. Yeah, so yeah. You, you know the yeah. You have the to course, have some like signature where you go round. <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, you do, you do, you know, like uh, when uh, Mav and Goose go inverted at the beginning yeah, of the first yeah. one. You, that's like your signature move. You go inverted over the top of like another aircraft, and then you get, do like a three sixty yeah. like, all the way around. You spin a minute. God, that'd be that'd class. Be but anyway, yeah, Hurricane like, was probably taken. If you were, the, I was just, just going to. Hurricane is probably reserved for Hurricane or Spitfire would be the British guy that came to top. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be called Spitfire yeah. or Hurricane. We've the uh, we've got one guy and he's from like they they say he's got he's from like um, they'd say he's probably from like Manchester or something, but or he'd London. end up having a Cockney accent. Yeah, or he'll be from or he'd be from London, but actually he's from Hertfordshire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so, I'm talking because it's an 80s oh, movie. Oh yeah, no, actually would have been. And Americans just can't tell he's the difference. He's from Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> They, 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 I, all right that's <laughs> i feel like i feel like that would be one of the times you know like um we've said this before where it's um where they're like we need to go to to birmingham england and like before the scene transitions all you can hear is like bab 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 london call and it's like it's like they're not going anywhere near it that's what that's what would happen they'd be like uh, he's um He's yeah, he's from like uh, Lancashire, like Manchester in Lancashire, and it's like they they <laughs> he'd he'd like walk in with a boombox that's playing London's calling, like it's just because that's the only oh, that's... yeah. So uh, I mean yeah, having John Hamm, uh, his performance was um, his performance as like Ed Harris set the set the table as like. Um, grizzly yeah. uh higher in command than yeah. maverick yeah who's just like you know internally is like god damn it maverick god damn it maverick. so um but then you know ed harris laid the table for then john ham to sit and eat yeah so um you know he was he was and he was great at it because yeah. you could you could actually see the the even though you're you're rooting for maverick because he's just um he's the intact hey, he's, yeah he's maverick <laughs> Why do we need to explain anymore? Um, but yeah, the reason <clears throat> the reason why you're like I understand the motivations for uh, John Hamm's character is because you can kind of understand where he's coming from. Like, there's a lot of pressure, obviously, on all of them. Yeah. Um, and you know, <laughs> not to sound too cliche, but you know, Top Gun is like a cliche-ridden. Um, not franchise but two films so you know not to be too cliche but like there's there's like a lot on the line and everyone's feeling the pressure and like you know it's it's all a bit close to the edge and he's like he is like a maverick in terms of being a teacher oh you know um, especially his methods yeah so you can understand where uh john ham's uh character is coming from when he's 
when he's goddamn it, Maverick. You know, um, I feel like I feel that's because we've both done some level of management. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> like if we had if we like no. if this us ten years ago, yeah. it would have been like us sort of like yeah, God, that John Hamm, you could just let him get on with it. But we're kind mm. of like yeah, but it's all on him, and like if he yeah. doesn't. <laughs> like, yeah, and if, it, if this doesn't go right, then like the, ever... the unnamed superpower of unknown origin, communists, uh, conglomerate country, will have more uranium and like uh, yeah. more unsanctioned nuclear weapons. Yeah. So it's. Um, if you've ever done any management, you certainly do have a bit of empathy for John Hamsky. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you're literally just even even as you're watching it, you're just, internally you just whisper, you're just like, God damn it, Maverick. Just you know, you're just like just do do things by the book, you know. I would say that, but also it was I think the most um, movie part of this. But again, it's not a bad thing. I like it, and it, and it absolutely makes sense. Where like it was very much like right, this character is there to completely disagree with everything he does. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's prevalent. Like once later on in the film, just jumping ahead a bit, where he he's like, there's a whole thing where like you're not doing this anymore. You're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he literally the next day goes and undoes his entire flight plan. Yeah. After it had been explained, you're like, and you're even in another moment. I'm like, I don't think you do that. Yeah. Not no. so much. Yeah. You'd put it back a little bit, or mm. go right. We're gonna try this, or gonna... but he literally, it was literally like right. You know that thing you've been learning for weeks, and I know why you've been learning it. We're not doing it because I don't like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was that's, very much that's like, not very good. That's not very good reason. If he no, had to go to his higher, it was ups, very much like it was for the it was for a movie's sake. And yeah. you know what? Fucking loved it because it led into one of the best scenes, which you've now seen. I have now seen because motherfucker <laughs> went toilet went during f- one of the best scenes. Went for a piss at the wrong time. I know. It, do you know? It was, it, I don't know. The thing is, though, I don't know. Even though it wasn't necessarily that scene. The scene before was pretty good storytelling mm, scene yeah. with him and Goose. I don't know what. I don't know when you would have gone. Like, yeah, it, I know, right? I don't, it's not you could have gone before or after. It was literally <laughs> like, it was the. You, you made a choice. You've seen it again now. So and, again. Uh, yeah, and honestly, it's. Um, I love it. I, I see, I'm quite. When it comes to that, I'm, I'm quite strategic. Yeah. Usually I'm like, right, there's. You know, and yeah. I, know, I know beats of films. I've seen enough movies to usually get yeah. it quite right. Yeah, so no, this one came out of nowhere. Especially when uh, especially you, with MCU You movies. thought you had at least another scene of Maverick down on his luck. Yes. You thought you thought you had one more scene of Tom Cruise in his crisis of confidence. I, I thought I thought I had a good <laughs> There's no beautiful women in yeah, sight. <laughs> yeah. I had I thought I had a good three hundred seconds to yeah. get into the yeah. into the loo. Go uh, for a piss and then he come back. Seen the beautiful woman yet to snap him out of his crisis? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> or he hadn't. He, yeah, they haven't had like the the. Well, in this case, non gratuitous, like basically non sex scene. Yeah, um, I was. Do you know what? I was when they went into that scene. I was like, ah, oh, this. I know it's really silly, but I kind of went. I really don't want them to do a proper full on love making scene because I just I don't think it fits this film. And went, so what they did with it, it, it fit thought, the original and it fit, it fit the original, the original yeah. at the time yeah this one was kind of like and especially because of their relationship and how it was being dressed up mm. it was nice it was more like it wasn't about like oh yeah two young kids getting together and hooking up it was mm. like it was there was like a grown up depth to their relationship because they it, are in their 50s exactly yeah but you, <laughs> you know, know but like it was like this wasn't you didn't want to just see like yeah he finally gets to sleep with her mm. uh, that wasn't the point plus yeah. you'd also established that they uh, have done this all before. Oh no, yeah, nothing. So uh, someone pointed out to me in the first film, there's a bit um, where they're listing all the things Maverick's done, and one of them was at sleep with an admiral's daughter, and Goose leans over and says, "Isn't that that Penny girl or something like that?" So this is who that is. So is she's it? Actually, before Ooh. 
So it was even a character that nice. was originally mentioned, which is good. I, I like that because obviously, otherwise, yeah, he had two I'm here to for the... break up with the love of his life, apparently, and then have on and off a relationship with this person in two months. In That's, that is good storytelling. Yeah. And on a, uh, if I'm going to be honest, I'm here for the real MCU. That's the Maverick Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah. So if they're going to uh, have like goose spin offs or just, you know, like. Uh, how Rodriguez got her wings, uh, or you know, if they're gonna do like how, like uh, uh, you know, how uh, Hangman got the the the, the real nickname uh, or call sign of like Bagman, Bagman yeah. um, I'm, I'm I'm here for it because yeah. I'm sure it'll be a more, more mature um, and a more in tone with what I'd like to see at this yeah. at particular point in my in my life, you know, and what I like in terms of cinema. Yeah. The real MCU has just started. <laughs> the Mavericks Cinematic <laughs> Universe, up for it. But, um, yeah, no, so I liked that. So it cut a scene, it showed a little bit of, like, the, like, the, but then it just cut to them. And I like, again, it was just a really sweet, instead of being like, oh, yeah, let's have a sexy scene. It was like, it was sweet. And yeah, it was. Good, yeah. Which I think that, again, it fitted their relationship. They had the, um, they had the very, I know, they had the, 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 the shot of, of, the, of Jennifer Connelly, um, who's great in this movie, yeah, honestly. she's amazing, by the way. She uh, great she's actress, great. and like, not to go there straight away, but she looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, she, and she really... You feel like um, she was there in the first yeah, one. Yeah, she, she doesn't feel out of place as a character who wasn't in the first one could have felt, yeah. you know, like the potential yeah. was there for yeah. Jennifer Connelly just to be like, "Hey, Mav, remember the time when?" And everyone just be like, "I oh, know," <laughs> like so. Just she so good as an expedition. Uh, she 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 was good at well. yeah, good at um, filling in a few blanks, like yeah. I said, uh, exposition dumping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was yeah, it was good. Yeah, she was she was fantastic. Um, and there, I don't think there was anyone in this movie who. Um, was a little bit like a little bit like rubbish. they had a generic teenage kid that was only in it for a couple of scenes and I didn't hate them she that's was true right. yeah she was okay she and that is anything. usually like she, something I go straight to I do not like teenage <laughs> kids yeah just just kids who you know are trying to interact with adults yeah. um, and it just not meshing well but yeah oh, I feel like done uh, well. her her daughter was good in this yeah she so. was okay she was only a little bit of it she, needs, she served she done she was there she had a purpose it wasn't just like oh she's got a daughter that sort of thing like that it was and they didn't go down the route of um, which they usually do when they have uh, young or teenage sons and daughters and um, just whenever the uh, person who's not a parent is on screen they just like scoff and run away yeah. or that or just like they're just like playing on like a fucking Nintendo DS yeah, or something yeah. and they just like walk off or yeah. they got like headphones on and they're just like oh yeah. I don't want this situation like they actually had the character talk yeah they, they actually had, had the character personality yeah like, exactly not a generic teenage personality which, which is like rare and even then managed to do like which this is, is why like there was there was even like one line story arcs in an extent so in this didn't need to be in it when he's talking you know after they like uh, it, the scene where he stayed at hers and they're in the bed and they're talking yeah. and he says you and Amelia seem really close mm. and she goes like just in that little bit there you get a whole thing of like they've obviously gone through a bit of a rough patch mm. you don't explain why you can make your assumptions why something like that but now since she's been older they've been a bit closer so like, that done just yeah. in that little brief pillow talk there it was like an entire story arc done you're like oh and it adds, and it adds depth Lovely yeah, bit of depth, yeah, but it means, doesn't take over. 
it means you care a little bit more about each of the characters. Exactly, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, even uh, the the Hangman story arc, which is sort of like takes place of the whole thing. Mm. Not, as I say, didn't need, didn't add anything to the main story really. But it was brilliant. He had his own little like story arc going on, and it was like the. I mean the the new kids on the block. They are all really good. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't hate any of them for the wrong reason. Yeah. Obviously, you are you even Hangman. I don't hate him. No. I really enjoyed watching him. I feel like there is. Um, obviously, they wanted to do parallels between Hangman and Iceman. Yeah. But what they did was they set it up so that you were thinking um, he's like Iceman 2.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he honestly just is confident and is just, again, kind of like Iceman. But I feel like Iceman like veered into like antagonist territory more. Yeah, yeah. Because he was more of a main character, I think. Yeah. And with um, Hangman, uh, he is just like... I'm actually just like really good, yeah, and he yeah. can back it up, yeah, and and he's like, yeah, he does need to be like taught a few a few things, obviously, yeah. It's the whole like the whole point is like they're not ready for this mission. No yeah. one is, no one is. Yeah. Uh, that's the line. So, you know, I feel like he he does he does have an arc. It's not as much as Iceman because he's not as integral a character. Yeah, I mean, he he is and he isn't. Which is really hard to yeah. describe. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, he's but like, um, well, it is literally that his whole thing is that he leaves you high to dry and yeah. gets the job done. I say he's not an integral character, but he literally saves their life at the end of the day. Literally saves their life, so, but then he didn't leave them high and dry. It was literally yeah. that's all it was. Yeah, that sort of thing. It was, he learned to. He actually learned to. His was uh, pretty much like really more like Maverick's arc where he's had to learn to be in a team. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, was, and then he also did. They also didn't, which is like. Loads of things in here are refreshing because it's what you want to happen um, in the back of your mind. But because of how we've been conditioned watching films over the last, you know, 30 years or like beyond, really, is like, oh, he's definitely going, you know, he's definitely going to take the rejection of not being uh, of the main four in the mission. He's going to take that really badly and he's going to be like all stroppy and he's going to be like, yeah, well, it should be me up there. You know, like typical like macho stuff that would have, I reckon would have been in the first movie and and was pretty much. But in this, he was just like, good luck. Like you can tell he's disappointed, but he's just like, good luck, give him hell. Like it's it's quite refreshing for... For the person who you feel is like a bit of a, a bit of an antagonist, he's not like a main yeah. one. He's the toxic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. But he's not. He's like, but he's not even, really. Even that bit where um, Goose's whole thing is that he won't go fast. He does. He's not. He's basically not dangerous enough. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Goose's whole thing is Goose. You're great. Rooster. A rooster. Sorry, Goose's yeah. son. Rooster. You're great, but you're not dangerous enough. Yeah. No, Essentially, right, yeah. that is the thing. Literally, the, his lesson is to stop thinking. Yeah. He's a fighter pilot, yeah. but his lesson is to stop thinking. His lesson is to literally just like <laughs> stop, stop ha- being in your own mind. His lesson is use the force. It pretty much is. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like the stop, stop transit. Use the force, rooster. And all of that is done expertly yeah. by Miles Teller, who is just. So good. I feel like one of the next big leading men. Yes, absolutely. Next to next to Chalamet, even though I feel like they'll be on different courses because yes. I don't think Chalamet would necessarily be like a, a, 
action an hero. action hero saying that Dune Part Two coming in like two three years. So that's sort of action. It's a little epic, bit different. But it's it's such a thing. I think he's going to be. He will be a little bit of a Chris Evans. Do you reckon? Where he is dark, he's, he, he will absolutely touch on the uh, the action and he'll do mm. the action movie. Maybe play a superhero or something like that. But we'll also I mean, he already has been a superhero. I know, I know, yeah, exactly. Technically. And he's, and he's a favourite for, apparently, the, the, the fan fate thing is they just want him to play a space hero. They don't care who it is and they want yeah. him to try and play Green, Green Lantern or Nova. Yeah, so, I heard that. Marvel or DC don't care they just want to play a space hero so okay I'd actually but, just love him not to be <laughs> no that's fine stay away from it stay, just keep away from the super stuff but I think he'll also do you no know, like Chris Evans does uh, he'll do not serious roles but just dramas serious roles as well he'll do dramas he does yeah, a few of those sto- weird comedies good like stories. Knives Out and stuff hmm. where like basically acting roles as well as the superhero roles sort hmm. of thing like that I feel like he's going to be that where Chalamet might be a little bit more epics and I think, but yeah, they're definitely two. I feel, I feel like keep an eye on. Two I feel definitely keep an eye yeah, on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel like I would say from this, the girl who plays Phoenix as well, and for you know what? the the starting the the main six, including Maverick in this, right? So Phoenix, Hangman, Maverick, Rooster. Hmm. I want to say Coyote because his name's mentioned a lot, but maybe not so Bob? much Coyote. I mean, Bob's... Or maybe, but he's not... I don't think he's a key... He's big, he, Obviously, he's one of the top ones in this. Yeah, maybe, Bob. Yeah. But there was, like, there was definitely four that stood out. Uh, to be honest, it was. It was... Out of the newbies, it was Hangman, Rooster, and Maverick. Uh, Hang, uh, Hangman, Rooster, and Phoenix. They're yeah, probably yeah, yeah. The, the top, the big three. Hmm. They're kind of like... They're the... So you do hit Coyote is there quite a bit. But yeah, he's yeah. like, but I feel like then him and Bob are another level. Yeah. And then um, H- Hangman's kind of like second mm-hmm. uh, was another one. But yeah, um, I feel like those the top those top three. I think we're gonna. Uh, this, uh, hopefully, this is a bit of a spurt for all of their careers because they were all absolutely fantastic. And they are the ones who had to learn to do cinematography and camera operation. Yes, absolutely. because there was no room uh, in the. Definitely no room in that cockpit for a director or a camera operator mm. or a first AD or second it's AD. Absolutely or... insane. Absolutely. Yeah. The fact that they they were given it, you got just think of it now that you've you've got some like young actors. Yeah. Going out into their acting at the, at the beginning of their acting careers now with some like genuine serious tricky cinematography tricky. knowledge that is gonna that is gonna just pay off that's just gonna pay off down the line like, there was no there was also no shots where i was like well that looks a bit dodge you know like no, yeah. all of it was top notch no absolutely like something um, it, it was almost i want to say it's experimental filming but i don't know much other filming done this way maybe no. in documentaries about fighter piloting i maybe, suppose maybe yeah. but um, it's in on a movie it was very original for it sort of thing and it mm. was and you do see the difference between the first one and this where the, you can see the sky and stuff around them yeah, yeah. the breathing yeah, yeah. the good the <laughs> yeah maverick when he's doing the route is just i mean breathing. they do have a, they do have a bit of that in the first one like especially you know in the first one uh, right at the beginning when the uh, the guy is having uh, a breakdown and yeah. he can't he can't fly the plane he can't land the plane and that that, that bit is and the the thing that gets me um that is a uh, good uh way of portraying that i guess is um just like the lighting and the just like the the heavy breathing 
Like, yeah. I feel like it's it's something that, you know, if you were having a nervous breakdown, having a bit of... A, I think it's just a panic attack. Yeah, like, yeah. But it's a big, it is, it's it's a big is, one. Yeah. Because you're, I mean, you're flying... He's, a, he's in a fighter pilot. Yeah. And it's, that's, if you're going to die of a panic attack in the worst way possible, it's, it's, it's better. That, yeah. If there's a bad time to have a panic yeah. attack, it's... And that's flying an F-14 uh, or F-15 out, yeah. and, and having a panic attack and crashing it into the water and killing yourself. They do a bit of a, didn't they, with the, um, the goose scene... They had a double fake out. Double which, fake out. I mean, I was just like, crikey. They were, they were like, oh, it's, um, you know, like you've seen lots of uh, flying in the film so far. And then they're just like, oh, something goes wrong. And then you're just like, oh, shit. Like, because, yeah. you know, I, here's the thing. I feel like it was a good, it was a good thing to do. Reason being is like, because I bet if they were writing it and, you know, um, uh, you know, so uh, Iceman dies. Yeah. And um, you're a little bit like, well, some of those shots are probably going to be in the trailer. Yeah. So you would you would be like, because oh, I, I went into it. Genuinely from the trailer, they show a funeral scene in the trailer and I, I thought, thought one was, of them dies. Yeah, I thought it was, was going to be, it is Coyote that uh, has a, Coyote has he the, passes out. Yeah, he passes out, he gets caught up in the, he just goes on a spin. In the, it, it's No, it's the, um, it's the G's, with the going uh, so high, so quick, and then when they do the dive, yeah, yeah, yeah. either that it's oh, either yeah, no, yeah, it it's was. either when they go into the canyon or out. I think it's, it's out. When he's doing it? the practice yeah, for what he's for supposed to do out. for the canyon out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and um, so I was like, you, I'm glad, but I'm so glad that they had one of them pass out. Yeah, because the whole point of this is yeah. it's supposed to be like impossible. Be, everyone will be struggling not to pass out. It's an impossible mission. Is this- <laughs> Yeah, so it, it was good to, that they had because they were talking about it like, oh, it's a really hard mission. And it, if although, all of them had not passed out, it just would have been a bit like. Oh. It, it was a little bit like, yeah, they can't do it, but like you at, before that, there was no real like danger. Yeah, you know. And then when that you saw the when you saw what it does to your body, what it does to your to your brain, basically. Yeah. Um, made it um, made the stakes even bigger. Yeah. Well, what I think what, the difference between this movie and the first one as well is. The stakes, as much, even if you don't really feel them because of the tone and some of that, the stakes are given very early on, and they are quite serious stakes. Like you, the first brief, like you said that first meeting between um, uh, Cyclone and Maverick. It's literally the reason we're having this mission is because, like, uh, ur- like uranium is being like dropped off, and like un, it's un, unnamed communist country. Yeah, has is. Uh, Building weapons of mass destruction yeah, yeah. It's the and enriching way. uranium underground, yeah. and we need to stop it happening. And it's like, so it's like, it is, big, and not even that. Even the state, even ignore the mission actually side of it. But the line where it comes later on, where it's like, uh, they need, you just need to teach them to do this mission and destroy that bunker. And he's mm. like, and come home, sir. And he's like, what? Mm. He's like, and come home. And he's like, mm. look, they know the risks. Um, it's good enough for them. And he's like, well, not for me. Yeah. Love that line. God that damn whole it. Thing. God damn it, Don Draper. So even that, it's like, oh, this is a suicide. It is a suicide mission. Mm. It's the idea is it is like, as much, it'd be great if they came home. It was very much like we are sending our best pilots because they're the only ones that can do it. But at the same time, we're sending our best pilots for chance are even they aren't coming home. Mm. And that was how, and that's how it works. So it's, it's not great, but, it's, but and he's, and he, I love the whole that Maverick's like, 
his maverickness goes into like, well, I don't care. That's not good enough for me. People yeah. will live. Mm. It's, it's very Doctor Who. Like everyone lives today. Yeah. That kind of like, and it was, yeah, I liked that. I did. I really liked that. So the, the stakes are there. Mm. But then, yeah, in that scene where they're doing the run and the stuff like that, and one of them, like, the G's have him and he just spins out. Very, is he spinning out? That no, he, he's, oh, he's, he's not just, really spinning. He's just it's going down, just isn't going he? Down, he's yeah. just literally like, he's just velocity stopping. Um, yeah, you're very much like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, shit, this is... And Coyotes, they've, what they've done very cleverly is it's one of the more competent ones. Yes, yeah. He's literally one of the ones in the prevalent in your eye. And if Coyote went out, it's a bit like, okay, okay, mm. that's like, that's a... He seemed like the more steady-headed one. And then they basically just... Uh, the second that it all calms down, you know, there's like a flock of seagulls. Yeah. Um, and just, bird, yeah, bird attack. And then that's it. Like one flies into the engine of one Phoenix of the things. Yeah. So that it, was weird about this one. I think I don't know if it's changed since the last one. There are single pilot fighter pilot planes, and there are double fighter pilot planes. I feel like in in both movies, there's. Is there's that how a, it was? No, because even Maverick was with Merlin at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Iceman was with his wingman, his pilot, mm. and Maverick was with Merlin. Maybe it was just, uh, maybe there was... Uh... Is, it more, is it a modern airplane thing? Or is it oh, like, yeah, well, they're obviously... They're... Hangman's on his own, Rooster's on his own, mm. and Maverick's on his own. Yeah. But then Bob and Phoenix are together, Coyote and... Uh, I can't remember who Coyote's with. Yeah. It's the other name as well. Because, you know, in terms of the mission, there's uh, each, each uh, part of the formation has one... Single seater and one double one sing- because yeah. they need the, uh, a uh, uh, weapons something for yeah, the, guy does the, the targeting the targeting camera yeah. which is Bob in that, in Phoenix with Phoenix yeah and Bob I'm, and uh, can't remember for the other ones who does it for it's whoever's in the plane with Coyote yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah, his name but uh, he's another good one as well yeah so it's um, yeah I mean I, 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 maybe thinking back I'm, I think all of the Fighters in the first one uh, double took uh, dual seaters. I think they were all uh, yeah. Was but this in this, was... but in this one, just for the mission, you just need one person for Which the the front of the day. Another, another show of the tech stuff yeah. like that. Um, it, it and it also kind of made possible a few more scenes like uh, where they get stuck and that. Yeah. it was only putting two of them because you can't really have uh, Goose and someone else. Showing up, if you imagine like the guy who was just in the plane with Goose when yeah. he shows up to say, to say Maverick, and the guy just like, and they're like. Kind of only got two seats in there. <laughs> oh yeah, the fly home scene, obviously. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, that was managed to get an F fifteen. Oh, was it F no? Is it F fourteen? Something like that. What do they call it from the first one? F fourteen, M fourteen. No, M fourteen. No, it's, gun, a, it's it? F. That's a gun, I think. But yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the double fake out was good. I felt that double fake out. Uh, obviously, it's not the same at all. But it has that same kind of vibe as um, the Negan scene with the bat, so we're expecting it. Yeah. So they, they know we know it's coming. That's what I'm. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I feel like when when you're writing it or whoever yeah. uh, wrote this, I will get to credits. But the, um, I feel like they might have been looking at that and feeling like at some point in the process they were like there's going to be a trailer and there's going to be a scene where you know someone's died mm-hmm. whether it be like shots of the funeral or yeah. just like the coffin something like that and they're just like well in this movie let's just have like a one scene where you think it's going to be this person and it's not and then we do like a, a double fake out where you're like oh it is this person and then again it's not oh, yeah. 
Um, usually, I think that would like not piss me off, but I'd be a bit like, oh, that's a bit, yeah, it's yeah. a bit weird. A bit of a cop out. But a hundred percent works in yeah. this because of the story and because of the stakes, and, you know, and because think... they've explained that like this mission is like the most extreme yeah. of all like missions. You know, like it's so grandiose. It's like this is the most impossible mission. Like yeah, it's all yeah, to yeah. do with like nuclear weapons and you know falling into the wrong hands. And, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so it's it's very much like the, the stakes. Uh, as we've said, are just, uh, you know, extraordinarily high. And I feel like even in that last scene, you're still expecting a plane to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the way that they've been building it up over the course of the whole movie, you know, especially with... Um, uh, no one does in the end, is Especially it, with Cyclone being like... You know, he has to be, he has to be like reminded that like everyone should come home. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Where he's just like... Ah, they're expendable. Yeah, you, know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there is very much that attitude. Again, he there's a little bit of a character growth there because he at the end. Well, there is that is he is has that attitude. He really has that attitude up until the point where, you know, uh, Rooster has um, has uh, disobeyed orders basically, and uh, gone to try and retrieve Maverick. And it's only really at that point, and it's and something you see off screen for good reason, where he obviously allows Hangman to to deploy, yeah. basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. which you know would have had to come from him. So you're a little bit like, well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. If, no, hundred percent. You can't. You can't just like. I know it. It happens in this movie, but yeah. if you're on an aircraft carrier, yeah, yeah, you you can't just. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You can't just have one person be like, "I'm off." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's it's he'd very much a, a team effort. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. he'd have to have orders <laughs> for everyone else to go. I've got out there. No one can stop me. Could someone just uh, clear the runway for me? You know, yeah. Set up the pipe. It's not a video game. This <laughs> yeah. is not Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, exactly. You know, so so you know it's. You do again. You see that off. You don't see that. It's off screen. Yeah, that must have happened. Yeah, but you know why it was off screen to create tension for uh, Hangman saving and even, them. Even in the scenes where they were cutting back to the room where they're following him, you yeah. can see he's starting to get more. Yeah, he see, he becomes concerned. Yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Than that. So that is um, his. Uh, that is uh, Cyclone's arc. Really, yeah, is going from someone who was literally like it's a suicide mission, mm-hmm. like but we got to do it. Mm-hmm. To um, yeah, to even at the very last minute, still being like, like this is the mission. Like we're not losing any more people. Which again, you're a little bit like, yeah, yeah, probably don't want to do that. Like <laughs> yeah, you're he's, yeah, for the film's sake. I'm like you bastard. But like in in real terms, I'm just like he's goddamn right. You know, so, <laughs> there's a reason why Cyclone is in charge of this mission. So come on, like I'm. I'm also, torn. Even, even, I feel like even that is a bit of the, the arc itself where like where Maverick goes down and they yeah. lost him and he calls him home and mm. they're like they want to go find him he's like no he, he's then gone from the suicide mission it obviously it sh- it, or even then I suppose that's not growth that's just showing him he's just not like he doesn't see them as expendable yeah, yeah. he just sees that if that's the only way yeah, that's yeah. we've got to do it but if we're in yeah. a situation where we're all clear you're coming home one is down but the rest yeah. of you are fine I want you all coming home like he's very yeah. much he's not that evil where he's just like no no he's not evil. do you know what not, so he's not that dark or cut off no. but it's like do you know what yeah we can expend one more it's like oh no the mission it was unlikely but that's your guy's job I do it I expect you to do it that's mm. it you're all clear there's no danger anymore I absolutely there's no reason for you all not to come home I want you to come home that isn't like, yeah that, I, I like that but 
But goddamn rooster. Yeah. <laughs> gets dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much maverick in you, you rooster. He yeah. stops thinking. Because um... that's the key to uh, success as a fighter pilot, guys. Don't think. Don't yeah, think. I know, right? When you fly, God. don't think. All yeah. you pilots out there that want to be in Top Gun, just stop thinking. <laughs> what film is it for? Where it's like, feel, don't think, use your instincts is the line. Uh, and I'm like, that's not, ex- it's not the uh, the NASCAR one with Tom Cruise, is it? Oh no, 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 not Days of Thunder. No, um, let me just quickly go. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think it's like uh, it's it's like Qui Gon Jinn or something. So basically, Maverick is using uh, Qui Gon Jinn's. Uh... So it is Star Wars. I was going to say, Obi Wan <laughs> doesn't say it to Luke, but very much the whole thing of it is use the Force, Luke. Yeah, literally, it's a line from uh, Qui Gon Jinn to. Um, Anakin Skywalker uh, when he's, uh, he's pod, pod racing. racing. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, Maverick is a huge prequels mark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he thought Maverick is like, uh, do you want it? It checks. Top Gun <laughs> is George's favourite movie. Right. Yeah. Qui-Gon is George's favourite Jedi. Right. So um, but the, reason George, top, the reason George likes Top Gun is because he basically sees himself as Maverick. <laughs> yeah, right. Who loves Qui-Gon. Right. Qui- Maverick loves Qui-Gon. There you go. Oh, <laughs> George, you might It's a Maverick. bit of a stretch. Right? <laughs> no, absolutely. But yeah. Yeah, so basically Maverick is a huge fan of Qui-Gon Jinn and yeah. the prequel movies. Who isn't? Yeah. And he uses it yeah. to basically do the mission. Yeah. yeah. His, to whole get... enti- his whole teaching methodology... Methodology... To get Rooster on board, yeah. to get Rooster out of his mind, out of his out of his head, and like out of his you know out of his grey area, is to basically just quote Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, right. That's I'm, interesting. Absolutely, I'm all for it. <laughs> we should be we should be living our lives of the, from the wisdom of Qui Gon Jinn anyway. So <laughs> if they want to apply it to fighter pilot training, it's been going to be handed down by generations from. Uh, you know, Pete Maverick Mitchell. Maverick to, to Rooster. To Rooster. Rooster will do to his kids now. And it to, all just... to little chicklet, whatever the call sign for his little... Oh, yeah. What's to whatever the next one Rooster. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, Egg, Eggman. Eggman. <laughs> just another bird. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Duck. <laughs> just one, one really misses the mark. Just, and, yeah. And I misunderstand. Ducky. Himself, duck. Yes, just Ducky. No, because no, Ducky's still a bit catchy. Yeah, it's just duck. Duck. Like, oh, he'll be getting questions like, "Why do they call you duck?" Like, like Bob does. Duck. Anyway, I feel like the uh, the film is a great continuation, mm. but with just taking the the ethos of the last movie without yeah. having to really try and copy and paste it. No, you know? yeah. because the First Top Gun is 80s cheese to the maximum. Well, the, are we going to address the, yeah, I mean, the main differences in the Well, film? yeah, okay. So Top Gun is is super gay. Super gay. It, and, you know, that's... Not, we've, we've had this conversation yeah. and it's it's not bad. No, we're no, not, no, and, not and at and all. It sounds, it was, I think it seems silly that we were even like defend ourselves of saying gay means bad. Yeah, it's not, no, it doesn't. It's just super gay it's the most homoerotic film possibly one of those homoerotic films to exist the yeah. sexual tension between Maverick and Iceman mm. is insane they made some bold choices in terms of being like right in this scene no one's going to have any real clothes on yeah so it's like the scene where... how do you get away with that in any other film where they're just like right 
so you know you turn up to set and you know you're just like well what what are we shooting today it's like right okay so you're actually at the school and you're you're just just out of the shower all five of you all six of you it's like right okay yeah that's fine yeah just in the locker room like who hasn't filmed a locker room scene? yeah and it's just like right you're all base you're all just wearing towels what like <laughs> let me just stop you right there like is there any you know chance that, i know it, they're like muscular people so yeah. like showing it off is is just what you would do yeah if, yeah, I, yeah. if I had a six pack of wood yeah so yeah. you know you can understand that yeah. but but in the reasoning you're just like but why but why are we just having this conversation half naked I mean, there's no other answer, but they were just like, it's, it's, it's kind of like because we want it to be just as homoerotic as possible, you know? I feel like what, what came first, the the scene, I feel like they showed the, the volleyball scene to Kenny Loggins and went, yeah. I need you to write a song for this so- scene. Yeah. Playing with the boys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's, it's, it's uh, you know, he's... Uh, Fire, playing with the boys. That's yeah, the lyrics. That is, like, that is the <laughs> lyrics. So, again, it's just... You're, but then you think about that and you're like they didn't really translate any of that to the next one no i feel like that it just that is one of the reasons why i was like it's it's taking top gun and it's literally just and it's just moving it into 2022 Yeah, yeah it's 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 not even like trying to copy it it's just these characters have moved from the mid eighties mm. to two thousand and twenty two or yeah. I mean twenty twenty probably. Yeah. I mean th- this movie was like destined to not release uh, and it did two years uh, about two and a yeah, no about two years after it its original years, release yeah, date. Yeah, there was three release dates in the end. I think I believe the original release date was my birthday twenty twenty. July. It was yeah. July. So um, it was, I think it was late July, yeah. Might have been just a day before, actually. Yeah, because I, I think so. that was the plan. I think so, yeah. That was the plan, was to, to go, go see Top, go see Top Gun. Gun. Yeah. And, you know, here we are two years removed and, you know, well worth the wait. So worth the wait. So I can't believe how well they did. I, I can believe it. I, can, it's, I keep saying I can't believe it, but I can. Because Tom Cruise has done it before. Oh, yeah. With the We've said it with the Mission Impossible mm. uh, franchise. It's The Mission Impossible franchise is somehow... We forget it's there, but it's mm. been going since the 90s, and yeah. it's on its, what, eighth movie? Uh, I think the new one will be seven. Seven movies. I could be wrong. But they just don't release it as frequently. But, no. like, it's never really stopped, and they've just always done that, and they and they got better. They literally got better. There's a bit of a slump. Uh, some people say two, some say three. See, I feel like it's but, got a little bit of everything uh, in terms of styles. Like, if you like the style of uh, John Woo, and it's zero connectivity to the rest of the Mission yeah. Impossible franchise. Yeah. I believe there are people who like that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And I'm I okay like with it. I like to as a movie. I like to as a movie, but I get why it doesn't fit with the rest of you Mission know, Impossible. First one uh, with, um, with uh, you know, like Brian De Palma. So, uh, you know, it was very much, they were trying to get quite close to the TV show. Yeah. But like, 90s action movie. I don't know enough about the TV show to know, to be honest. But... I mean, it's it's definitely got that that feel about it. If oh, you've uh, if you've seen a bit of it, it's it's more like um, it does feel, especially the first half, feel a little bit like a uh, the first half feels like a like a TV uh, episode plot. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like that's interesting because then you would have gone into that movie being a fan of the. TV show, yeah, seeing them play out 
the yeah. way it did, and then obviously it all completely falls apart. That yeah. would have been really interesting as a as a fan to go and see because yeah. you're watching like what you're used to, and then it's oh no, but it's not the same as because imagine the TV show always works out and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. But in this, they do it, and it all just completely fucking falls apart. Mm. That'd be fucking brilliant to see. In terms of the uh, uh, the Mission Impossible franchise, again, there is it's it's had its ups, it's had its ups and downs, uh, you know, and it's I had its rejuvenation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With four onwards. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna put it out there that the new Mission Impossible trailer is my favorite trailer. You said that in yeah. the last ten years, yeah, you said minimum that, yeah. of it the looks last ten incredible. years. Incredible. We saw it when we went to see this movie. Right? And it honestly, I'm, it, it's, it's it's got the same prep. Like I said, I keep saying as well, uh, Haley Atwell, and I keep forget. I don't remember her name. The blonde girl from Hobson Shaw, uh, plays Shaw's sister basically. Um, her and Haley Atwell were in this movie. They're they're like the you know like the last few movies. There's all, like Henry Cavill was the sort of guest star, like almost like a guest star, don't they? Yeah. Um, I think he had to do similar. Vanessa stuff. Kirby is that's the one it. Vanessa of. Kirby. Um, they're the two like guest additions, I guess, to this. Mm-hmm. Or possibly new team members. Uh, Jeremy Renner was one. Some of that. Yeah. Oh, is he still part of the team actually? No, no, no. He's no, no. Yeah, he hasn't. I mean, was he, he wasn't in the last. Yeah. But um, they have been doing like. Uh, base jumping, not mm. I mean not base jumping, like air abseiling, skydiving, stunts, stunts like stunt, almost stunt training to an mm. extent, or just experiencing. It seems to be a Tom Cruise thing when it's his movies. He gets you to at least experience Ex- the thing that your character does. Experience the Tom Cruise life. Yeah, well, it's, to be honest, it's a little bit of a the a Tom Cruise, of the Tom Cruise every way. Day as Tom Cruise, yeah. sort of thing like that. Um, but yeah, um, this, yeah. This trailer, I was like, I, I can't believe this. It's a little bit unusual that they would release a trailer a whole year and a month before yeah. it's actually released. And just in the nature of that, just to just to be in turn with that, the Mission Impossible Two Reels podcast is coming in a year. Just before. oh yeah, in a year, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do well, a trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's coming when when uh, when we get to uh, Dead Reckoning Part One because they've done this. Um, it's very. Um, it's got some cojones, this, for releasing a trailer for a movie a year and a bit before it comes out. And it's a part one of Ooh, two movies. Motherfuckers. I'm just like, wow, that's, that takes some brass. So, yeah. and I mean, it, it, looks, it looks great. It's Honestly, I feel like the, the music in it is great. That what they've re- revealed and what they have, you know, you can tell that they haven't. They've basically just packed it with action. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no bits that are like the important plot points no it's just it's just trailer like what trailers used to I'm, be i feel like i've seen a few like that now even though mm. we saw um what did we watch the other day oh just the world um <laughs> the trailer for that uh i'd almost forgotten jesus uh, that reaction but we saw the up to, i've not seen the up-to-date thor trailer yet yeah and i was a bit worried when it came on mm. and as much as it gave a little bit of it look into this i have still have no idea what's going on yeah i don't think so it gave it does, much away it does all. seem like there's been a few i don't want to i'm i'm still always going to be skeptical because of uh uh civil war and ragnarok now but but they i i it does seem that trailers are starting to reel it back a bit at least yeah. cinema ones or teaser and first release trailers where they give you they, they give you a taste but you have no, no no real idea what to expect uh, i mean with this one with this movie with top gun uh when we went and saw doctor strange i think it was yes. you got an entire 
scene mm. from this movie. And I'd saw Doctor Strange twice, so mm. I saw that scene twice. twice. It was my third time watching the scene in this time round. Still absolutely fantastic. Mm. It wasn't like, oh, this scene, I can do the... But I was literally like, it's, it's a brilliant scene to show you because it just it gives you a bit of an idea of who everyone is, but not really. And uh, yeah, it was such a good scene to watch. The one where they're doing the uh, the first practice flight, isn't it? Mm. And he comes up between them and does great, all that scene. Them out. Just Maverick being Maverick. Maverick trying to get fired on the first day. Yeah. Like, yeah all that just... Great, great, great scene to, to uh, advertise the film. And mm. I feel like, even again, you're watching that and you're like, well, you kind of knew that he was going to be in that position where he's having to fly and he's having to teach or, you know, if you know anything about Top Gun yeah. you know, or seen the first one, you can assume. So you didn't give too much away yet. They've showed you a scene, you know, and it's it definitely got, it got, got people who I know who weren't interested in going to see the new Top Gun at all to actually go and see the film. Fair enough. So it served its purpose. Exactly. And and not a lot of... Sometimes when they have these previews prior to movies, Mm. it's either one that's really big and you know you're probably going to see anyway. There's there's never one really that you're, you're like... Well, what this this film actually is is just it's not a superhero film. Yeah, and it's not like it didn't cost like half a billion dollars to create, you know. And it was a little bit of a, you know, is is it going to work because it's a nostalgia sequel? Yeah, you know, and there's it's a rocky road for this those. Definitely, yeah. This is re. I think as my faith finally started to dwindle because I said at Mat- I was going to call it a Matrix. <laughs> I said, Matrix. and you'd be well, you'd be well remiss to, to have to you were you're in good stead to be like actually that was so bad I'm not gonna watch yeah. anymore. Yeah, um, no one would, no one would be like, oh no, don't don't stop there. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, no, that's full stop. But as I was fortunately, I missed the Matrix. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, and just maybe just as I was about to give up, Top Gun has come mm. along and sort of like re like it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. Seemingly only by Tom Cruise. I mean, uh, we on the podcast have said that Ghostbusters was... Oh, yes, Afterlife. So. Afterlife was very good, yes. I mean, it can't just... It's not just done by Tom Cruise, but... Fair enough. What me- what does uh, mesh, you know, that what, uh, what it does have in common with Ghostbusters Afterlife is that it was made by people who uh, are directly involved with the prior movies. Yeah. You know, not only, you know, Tom Cruise with this one, you know, initially for uh you know pre-production all the way in like 2014 15 you know even director tony scott who did the first one was involved Mm. and then unfortunately passed away uh you know and then you've you've got tom you've got tom cruise who really just took the bat on and Mm. just kind of run with it you know he was going to obviously be as heavily involved but it was then like there's extra there's extra weight to it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh, yeah, the so director can't... Maybe Tony would have done, yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, with uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, you had uh, Jason Reitman, who is Ivan Reitman's son, who was the producer of the uh, the first two. Mm-hmm. So you're you're like, when it's in good hands, it's in, you can tell. It's, it's again, it's just... I've had a few conversations with people that say they don't believe in art, and that's fine. I get what? that. Just don't believe in concept. art. Well, it's the idea that, that this idea that art doesn't exist because it's a subjective thing. Blah blah blah. What do you mean art doesn't exist? I know. I've had this conversation, but it's basically they, they need locking they, up. Like, it's like because it's like it's because it's subjective. That it's the whole idea. You know that with the modern art, where like they do put a cup you mean, on a table. Do you mean that like they think that movies aren't art? 
They don't think anything's art. Well, that's just, Even just like that's disturbing. The paintings of old and stuff like that. That's just it's they like, need locking up. I they know, need I they're know. mental. <laughs> but anyway, they've had this conversation. This is almost and if and if, and if you want to start saying that movies is not art anymore, those sort of people and stuff like that, or people don't really make it. This shows that done with the ideology of art mm-hmm. and not to make money. I mean, they wanted to make money. Like, they let's not money. let's not I, say no, that they don't want to make money. They, these films still had that. There are films being churned out for the segment. I feel. Out, I feel like they might have just been. Um, they cared. They cared. Yeah. They were invested, and they and like I said, and, uh, one of the rules of art is if you want to sell art, buy a piece you like because chances are someone else will like it. Mm. Or if you want to paint something or write or anything like that, they say write what you like mm. because someone else will like it. That's the that's a, a, a lot of like the, the deeper artists and so or writers will advice they give. This is that he made the film he liked and he yeah, wanted course, to make. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And shock and shock horror, we liked it. Yeah. Same with Ghostbusters. Yeah. They made the film they wanted to, not necessarily the film that like would have sold. I don't know. It's and shock horror it sells. Yeah, I was having this conversation with Joe yesterday, and um, we were talking about um, the original uh, trilogy of movies by George A. Romero, like Dawn of the Dead, Land of the Dead, uh, Night of the Living, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, so the three, the three original mm-hmm. ones, basically, and uh, how they're like a, they're like a, the. Um, the quintessential director's movie because like the director like wrote you know, he, he he wrote the movie and you know he he directed it and in editing he was able to put his movie together yeah um and people liked that because it wasn't a studio trying to tick boxes or trying to uh play by the numbers so that um you know it had a like a broader appeal or you know, um, a lot of these movies today are for everyone, which means they're for no one. Yeah, said, you know, you said that. Yeah, it was. It was. They're called. Uh, you, you guys called it something. It's the quad know. something, isn't it? I don't. Where know. It ticks all the four. Like, yeah. Yeah, and you know, when you make it such a broad appeal, if you make it really dumbed down, really saturated, you know, just have people who are big stars. Their names sell movies. Yeah. If it just has that. You know, it's it was basically if you basically make Batman and Robin, yeah. You know, it's just it's just not going to be good. No. So it's just. Oh, actually, no, that's the best example though, because that is a movie that does actually keep giving. In a in, in a, a in way. a different way, yeah. Um, okay. No, but if you make uh, Red Notice. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. That's it. You one. might, or even or even not really, because the, in the moment, um, it's an entertaining ninety minutes. But it's, it doesn't go beyond the 90 minutes. I feel like Red Notice may have been a... That's why I said Red Notice is probably the best example. Is maybe a, a movie that was made by an artificial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, like a computer basically uh, ran the numbers. Yeah. And they were like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot. Yeah. And then they were like... Heist. Heist movie. movie. Yeah. Literally, they were they were the robots from Fruit Armor, you know, like the... Uh, the uh, heads of uh, the heads of the network where they just like roll dice and they just like oh, they no, just it's... compute like what people oh, like there, isn't there a, uh, a Rick and Morty episode where they're like and like they like keep putting a twist in because you or something like that it, 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 it is that movie where they just kind of like 
insert twist here. Yeah. <laughs> insert twist. But yeah. But um, anyway, the 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 thing we're trying to say is with with this with you know coming back to a point is that this I feels like a uh, even though he's not a director, it feels yeah. like the people who have the most investment in it. Yeah. Which is the same as a director. Yeah, really. the, creative, the, people, the creative bodies. Yeah, the yeah. people who have the most, um, basically the most to lose. You know, the most to um, to the most. Those who know the characters most. Yeah. And know the universe most. Yeah. Have have put the effort into yeah. making a good story in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it feels totally not like a, a studio influenced film. No. Which is rare these days. Yeah. You do have to be Tom Cruise, or you do have to have the clout of Tom Cruise, yeah. which is very rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, reserved mainly, probably for The Rock, but not on a higher level. You know, yeah. not on, on as a higher level. Mm. He just kind of is is like, I'm making an action movie. It's me. So yeah. yeah. Whereas with uh, with Tom Cruise, I feel like there's a little bit more to it. He does the I make an action movie. And it's me. He puts himself at the center. There's, of it. there's but, loads of others that. But are, he's just. I don't know. It just, I think it's attention to detail. Yeah. At the end of the day, the pipe. If you think of just using the G force uh, training and the cameraman training, that's all mm. that. That would have cost them money to do. Exactly. They wouldn't. Have, they didn't have to. Yeah. Do no. That. No. It didn't have they, to. But he could have used green screen. Could have used green screen. They could have. They yeah. The, the camera bit. I don't know how they got around it. They would have mm. probably just used green screen. It would have saved so much money. Mm. But he he would no. I want it done this way. Apparently, uh, my brother was telling me. Uh, one of the reasons he's waited this long is he was waiting for the technology to mm, catch nice, up. Yeah. So he didn't make them. He wanted to make the movie, but he wanted. It, it, I'm not saying it was done. It was probably right and planned, but the technology wasn't there for him to make the movie he wanted. So mm. he waited. Absolutely fair enough. Yeah, yeah. There's another good one. Uh, Danny Boyle was um, the second train spotting was supposed to be quite good for train spotting. Yeah, yeah, it was it? good. Yeah, Danny Boyle literally waited ten years. For the characters to get to the age that they are in his second book or yeah. in the second book, yeah. like before we made a sequel, that kind of uh, investment, like it usually does pay. It doesn't always because at the end of the day, Wachowski made the Matrix, mm-hmm. but different time, different me- me- uh, mental space, that kind of thing. Two things that the uh, or the thing that I believe that uh, Train Spotting and Top Gun Maverick have in common is that wait in time. Mm. And, and, and it's, it's the same with uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife as well. I don't know what the the phrase would be, but this is the what I believe. Like the the weight of the, the of time basically adds another layer to the drama. Yeah. Because you're you're like we knew them at like a different point in their life. Yeah. And then they've got to another point in their life, and you're you're basically watching them drag their baggage. From yeah, one yeah. to the other, yeah, yeah, and especially with Top Gun Maverick, and I didn't expect this to happen at all. Really, it did. It did happen with Ghostbusters, but mainly for different reasons. Mainly because uh, Howard Ramis is has passed away, yeah, like the original character of Egon. So, yeah. um, but with this, I was like, the it was probably one of the first times where I was just like, I was a emo- not not overly emotional in the cinema, but like. The emotions that they were trying to portray were, uh, you know, were, were hitting home yeah. as they should. Yeah, you know, particularly you're talking about that's the... and particularly the what I just said. You know, the fact that you know you've you've seen him when he was like in his 
20s, 30, early 30s. Seen pictures throughout the film and stuff as well. Yeah, and I mean, so even just those, I was just like, even though I I wasn't alive then, it was because you've seen the movie, you're like, remember the time, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. And, and I'm not talking like, oh, look, here's the the gold dice from the Millennium Falcon. Remember yeah. that. It's more like these actually have these things have emotional weight to it because yeah. you're like every time you look at that picture and they do show it quite a lot yeah. like maybe once too many for yeah. my liking but um the picture of Iceman and maverick somehow there was a cameraman there um yeah uh, just just strolling Caught around the, on the, the shot straight away. strolling around on the top deck you know <laughs> just like I mean, uh, maybe a guy had a camera on him i don't know but who they, cares yeah, they got they, the shot and that's what's important <laughs> and every time you do see it um i was like yeah, it would just it would just hit you, and you'd just be you would feel emotional, mm. and I'm like, and it perfectly led into the contrast of, I'm so glad they brought Val Kilmer in. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely for a film that's supposed to be Top Gun. Yeah. To have this very very uh, emotional kind of like real life mm. kind of like uh, I don't know, it's not state real life. Uh, so he has a, to it. Yeah. They literally give him the disease that he's got in real life. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing to explain why he is the way he is in it. Mm. And they could have not had him in it. Yeah, they could, Again, they could have him in it. But I like I don't I think it's it's either that Tom Cruise has gone, no, you you've got to yeah, be in this, yeah. or Val Kilmer's like, put me in your fucking movie. They I feel like they I didn't know it was I thought that was him talking. I thought he could maybe still talk just a little bit, but usually uses a computer. Mm. And then him, he talked, but apparently it is, he, they, it's something to do with, like, they've strung a load of words from his old movies. Honestly, they did it with Darth Vader know. for Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's all AI. Oh, right, okay. It's not James Earl Jones. Oh, is it not? It's not Hayden Christensen. Oh. It's it's an artificial, it's a computer. Oh, that's scary. That's, like... Oh, Darth Vader's one thing, but... Yeah. They've Kilmer. <laughs> they've, they've made Darth Vader more... Machine than he is than he already was in you know. Ah, poor James Earl Jones came back for voicing. No, not at all. Poor James. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. With this, it was like it didn't even look like a. I don't think I don't remember it looking too CGI mouth move or anything like that. But I feel like they. I feel he probably could move his mouth. Possibly, but just didn't say. Oh, maybe that's very true. But um, I didn't. I didn't. The whole scene with the the typing stuff like that, and it was like to, Mm. it hit home really hard. And obviously, it was a it was a hard scene to watch because. It's a reality. That yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That Val Kilmer is going through that, and mm. he can't speak, and it is it's, it is horrible to see. And especially you've seen they're showing you the photos of Val mm. Kilmer is like it's almost like watching Val Kilmer go through a tombstone from the beginning to the end. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. And it, but I'm so glad they brought him into yeah, it. Of course. Uh, Honestly, what they put up on the on the screen, you know, in that scene where he's like typing it, he doesn't type t- too many words. No. He only put, he only does like about four or five words at a time. And even the, the way the dog looks when he's able to refer back yeah, to it. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, like, I feel like, I feel there's like two phrases. I feel like one's like, there's still time. And like, one's like, just like, let go of the past. I'm yeah. just like, I know they're not, not super deep, but like in terms of the story, mm. And uh, in terms of what this is, you know, it's a sequel to a, a film which is, a, you know, is really quite cheesy. And it's it's all a bit like hyper America 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it could have, it could have been... The best of the best. It could have been, it could have gone so, it could have gone so many different ways. And they, they were like, no, it's, we're going to make it like quite serious. And it's like, but not 
too like it's a fine balance yeah and they found a good balance in when they like you said when they brought Val Kilmer back didn't overuse him no um you know and then yeah just in the scene where we actually see him and he is in it is like it's it's something else it's it's just really quite emotional and really, it's like really good because you just get you just get flooding back of like the the good I know it sounds really random but like the the good times and it's yeah, just yeah. even though you, even if you weren't alive then you just if you enjoyed Top Gun yeah, yeah you yeah. know you know what you know what the stakes are they're mm-hmm. like doubled down really and you know having the having what he says has having what he he said be typed up you you could be like oh it could lose its resonance or it could lose its weight mm. but it doesn't it, no, like it, it makes it even it makes it even heftier really yeah i think so the way he he acts it, the guy uh, like, because he's got throat cancer and can't talk and use a computer the mm. acting was impeccable yeah it was like great. he was just, like he's and it is even the way he's just like he, i think mm. when he turns over he's like, let's talk about work and he goes sure like like oh something says something to him and he's just like uh, we're referring to talk about back work, to the yeah. work it's like yeah. yeah we're going to talk about work you know asking how I am like, like we're going to talk about work but like yeah but um, yeah it's just it, that whole scene is absolutely fantastic and it, it inevitably leads into the, the, the funeral scene we kind of oh. see that's very emotional stuff fucking John Hamm's character goes fucking ice the next day Honestly. sacks him yeah literally like, like yeah I'm really sorry for your loss but you're sacked yeah that kind of shit is like okay, it's uh, a bit harsh. <laughs> okay, and it's the whole like Maverick believing that the only reason he was even there was oh. him, and he's like, no, it's you. Yeah, and then him realizing, no, it's you. Jennifer Connelly brings out the bag with the uh, turning his crisis of confidence, confidence. into well, well with confidence. this one they do they change it, but it's not just a beautiful woman that takes him out of crisis of confidence. It's uh, an old friend. And a yeah, beautiful yeah, woman. that's true. Yeah, a beautiful old friend. Yeah. Who may have not may or not had some relations with Jay, yes. based on the tension from the first movie? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, an old flame, you might say, yeah. um, and and a beautiful woman brings him out his crisis of confidence, and uh, he's able to steal the steal the plane and show him how it's done. Such a good scene. Yeah. It's just the way it's the way it kicks in, and he's like, "Right, we're doing this," and, and they're all even there, all like, "What? There's like, yeah. we've been told why we had to do it this way, and you're basically sending us to die." Like that. And then you're just like. So we got something, and you just see it on the radar coming in. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, and then he just pulls off the, yeah, absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. That's a great scene, and I mean, an equally great sequence is what you probably at the time perceive as like the end. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, they they're gonna do the mission, do and that'll the be yeah, that'll yeah. be it'll it'll just be like, yeah, sure, great, it'll go off, and yeah, yeah. that's fine. But um, I mean, the end sequence, all from you know the mission all the way up to. You know them once again landing on the the the, the aircraft carrier. Yeah. Uh, same ending as uh, same beginning, same ending. Someone still takes that magic shot. It, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> in, in but in the middle is like the film is different, but it's bookended by like the old familiar. Yeah. Which is great. I think yeah. that's okay. I've yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. Uh, I, I like the goose hangman. I know we're jumping ahead to the goose hangman. Essentially having the same trade-off, but don't say the line. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Like, I think if they said the line, I would have been a bit like, I think the theater would have gone, yeah, but then Arthur would have gone, no, nah, that's crazy. Done that. no. Even like I said, as the mission's kicking in, you almost expect Danger Zone to kick in, but it doesn't. It goes hands in. I don't think it even plays much music, is it? It's very am... much they rely on the the audio of the planes, yeah, yeah. and that is they have the, they basically have just like musical tension. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. which which Hans Zimmer is like 
so well known yeah, for exactly. it. It's so great at. Yeah. So, but yeah, with the with the mission again, it's just it's great action, and there's lots of tension, and you know, especially when they get out of the, when they they do blow up the thing, and you're just like, oh, well done, and then it, they're just like, but now we're fucked. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, mission accomplished, but you know, we're gonna die. Yeah. So it's uh, and uh, great fighter, dog fighter, like. It's not even a dogfighting scene at that point, it's is it? That's the, missiles, uh, the basically. Missiles, yeah. Dodging all that stuff, and the, the you can see the way planes do avoid. That's a brilliant scene of that bit. Um, dogfighting comes later, obviously, yeah. Mm. And then, yeah, the, the, you have the the signature, like the Maverick doing his. I think it's his signature move, isn't it? Where he does the whole like the plane goes up like that. I swear he does it in the first one, where he'll like catches the plane like that, and basically that's how he blocks uh, Goose. He drops his things, saves yep. Goose, and then the the next missile gets him. He he uh, uses his flares to save Rooster. Yeah, go by uh, yeah by going above him just so they they're in flare him, range. Yeah. Does that thing with the the pop back thing? Yeah, that's that's, that's just brilliant jet fighter sequences. Mm. Like the people, the stunt pilots is like absolutely incredible in all both of these movies. I feel like stunt piloting is just so good. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I, I, but I feel like. After the the main, uh, I mean, I guess yeah, that is the main action sequence yeah, at the yeah. end. At the after that, I feel like it, this is that's when it turns into, uh, it goes back slightly towards eighties action movies. Yeah, where they they hijack another plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the enemies. Um, you know, nondescript uh, communist country. Yeah, uh, because literally their flag is a circle with a, a red star in it. Yeah, and I'm just like. Cool. Could be anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, we all know. know who it is. Yeah, we all know. Who we it all is. know. Yeah. Bastards. We all know. But uh, yeah, Can't get that, away with it now. that's when <laughs> that's when it turns. It takes a veer into eighties action movie territory. Yeah. You know, whereas the rest of it, even for Top Gun, even for a sequel of the original Top Gun, yeah, is quite serious in tone. Yeah, and quite grounded. Yeah, so, quite. Yeah, gra- yeah, that's yeah, gra- yeah, yeah, yeah. It is grounded. But uh, yeah, the, but. Because even the characters, the nicknames and the way they are and acting stuff for each other. You're I like, met, that's I, how it I've is. I've met sailors. They, they are that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. As much as um, I say it takes... It, it, it leaps into the territory of like an 80s action movie. Mm. Um, I mean, within the confines of what we've seen previous and the first movie... Mm. It's not out of the realms of what what we could what you should be expecting. And there's even a little bit self commentary in the bit of it where they're walking across the airfield and it's yeah. like, how the fuck are they getting away with that? And they go, we should probably speed up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just like being the, the casual spy. That's movie. okay because there's like absolute chaos. Because yeah, you know, it makes sense. Just... Yeah, yeah. There's no, there is no airfield for them to go down. Yeah. That's the whole point. And there's a bit of like, chaos, so they just steal this plane. Yeah. No one is thinking about the plane that doesn't work. Yeah, sort of no, yeah, like that. yeah. But the fact that the plane is one of those, it's that brilliant little callback. Yeah, it's great. It's great to to be like getting the old tech in there. You've got to do somehow. It. You've got to do it. It's got to be done. And for it not to be shoehorned in, like, um, say uh, they're like, well, oh, the only generation of fighter that can go at that speed um, and not, you know, and make the mission is the old ones. Yeah. You know, that would have been a bit too much because no, it's yeah. like they are now what nearly forty-year-old machines. Yeah, no, they saved it for a perfect bit where it, it wasn't about the speed anymore. It was no, literally no, no. just like the. And they, it's just about escaping. It's the, it's, yeah, and it's the whole like uh, they did the whole sort of like 
in the man versus machine technology, that kind of thing. They're like, technically, these pilots, in, all the way through it, they're like, if those fighter pilots catch you in the modern planes, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. That's it. They're, they're too far ahead, you're fucked because mm-hmm. of what they can do. And we see what they can do. Yeah. They can do, on a mechanical level, the shit that, like, a pilot like Maverick has taught himself to do with years of training. Mm. But they're just doing it. Yeah. Just like, press a button and it, the plane just fucking yeah. does it. And we see that. And it even, it, it doesn't feel like Oh, and then suddenly the old plane is so much better than theirs. No. It's like it's like oh shit, no, they're they're fucked. It's something that they've been saying throughout the the whole of the movie. Yeah. It's uh, it's not the plane; it's the, it's the, the person in the box. Yeah, and there's a little bit of like to a degree that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's so advanced that if they do catch you, you you're you are, dead. Yeah, yeah. So. And there was even the way the, the the fight goes. It's they're getting hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting pinged. Yep, like yep. The bullets are hitting. Yep, it's not good. like they dodge completely like that. Right. And it is a struggle yep. to kill just two of them. It is one plane for yep. like... They have to work together to the best of their abilities to, to win. Is, and you, and you, might, you could argue that that's the, where it gets a bit more action cheesy. But but it's, again, like I can I can believe it. Yep, I can believe like yeah. someone's that good. It's an action movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Top Gun. So exactly, they yeah. could have gone a lot more ridiculous. Yeah. But exactly. they didn't. No. And I'm saying like... Yeah, like crashing near an enemy base and then stealing an like a fighter jet. Yeah, is very, is very not cheesy, but it's it's very Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. and it's just a little bit like okay, there's if, if there was a point past that, it would probably be too much. Yeah, yeah. But you're like they the setup for the payoff was done so well that you're like. You're you're not really questioning it. No, you're just along no. for the ride. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, in this universe, why not? Kind of in the, like, yeah. It was, and you it get was, you get a glorious moment at the end where, like, well, like we said, it's exactly the same as the original. And this is what you want. You want the you know we're you know scratching a broken record at this yeah. point, saying uh, that you know the formula is to do exactly the same, a little bit different. But this does that. But then a little like I feel like the you know when we say that like oh yeah do this do really this apply to this yes yeah, so when we're saying like do the same but like you know make it different yeah and um, there's there's like a, a spectrum and all they've done is take the the very beginning yeah and I'm talking like just using yeah. two songs yeah, and yeah, yeah. and introducing the film the introduction and the very final shots yeah you know and everything else in there is, is different yeah it, it references. Yeah, an existing universe and existing mm. media. Absolutely, like all the way for it. Like Maverick's whole thing is that uh, I'm glad they didn't just brush over the goose thing as mm. like a personality trait thing. It's very much a big part of his story still. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they uh, obviously or not with Rooster and Goose, but they um, I don't know, the other way around now I've got called Goose Rooster, but um, they could have done the very classic. Oh, so Goose grows up. Uh, Roost, Rooster grows up. <laughs> Hating Maverick because he he's responsible for his dad's death, sort of thing like that. Yeah, but it that's not where the as much as I think he does, he kind of like takes those digs. Yes, that's not why he's angry at Maverick. No, that's he's a good angry thing. of a completely separate thing, mm. and it's because Maverick himself it's his his, his shit to do with Goose mm. pulled uh, Rooster's papers, yeah. setting him back in his naval career, yeah, or his fight pilot career essentially, and that's like. Oh, okay. So they've even given them their own. It's not just like oh, the teenage boy grew up to be an angry man. It's again, it's... they've they've done it again where they've they've got what you expect and they've just been like tw- they tweaked it, yeah, just enough so that you're still getting the same conflict, mm. 
um, or similar conflict, but for very realistic reasons. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, he, he could also is very. They could have gone that route. They could have yeah. gone like, oh, he hates him because like he's that he was flying. I would accepted dad. it. Yeah, like, yeah. But you know, he you can tell that he probably got past that. With the help of his mother, I think they reference it, mm. and then they're just like, "Yeah, but he did this later on." And it's like, "Oh, like there's there's actually more going on than just what happened in Top Gun." Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that's good. And even then, there's more going on than what we think because it wasn't his choice. Mm. The mum, yeah, told him to do it on her deathbed. Yeah, oh, fucking harsh. And he was, and he was just like, "Oh, that, again, that's it's it's so good. Like it's very it's very subtle stuff and." You know, it, it is. It isn't like the most deepest, the, the most deep of writing. Sorry. No, no. But it is like, God, that is like quite realistic. Yeah, you know, like if nice... someone asked you to like protect their child. And the best thing is, he doesn't end up telling him. Yeah, yeah. Which they would quite often do. Is like, I don't know what opinion yeah. from his life. Oh, yeah. but now for the payoff, they don't you should know. They don't try and absolve Maverick cheaply by right. him being like, your mum did it. Yeah, 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 you know, he's just like, I'll take it to the grave. Yeah, um, they used, to, you know, he has to forgive me, like, organically or yeah. not at all. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. The, he's not going to betray uh, his dead best friend's uh, wife who died again. Died. It also sounds like, even I'd imagine they were close before anyway. But sounds yeah, yeah. like become one of his best friends. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, so. He's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not yeah. betraying either of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like he can hate me, but like that's it. That's fine. Like, yeah. And again, that's just oh, it's just great. Like it's very, it's again, it's very human. Yeah, it's very, very emotional. Yeah, for a, it, this is supposed for to a be film a, that's not supposed, supposed to, be. to be a Top Gun yeah. sequel, and it like was deeper than a lot of the deep shit we're getting yeah. now. Yeah. It's like say it's so good. Like little little arcs like that were just yeah. brilliant. Rooster, you had Rooster's plotline, like Hangman's one. Hangman again, we say that last bit turns up, mm. saves them. Very last minute, you, you, the tension is at the, the the biggest peak, and you're just yeah. like, you, you, it, there was obviously a feeling of like they're both not going to die, but also bef- throughout the whole film, the danger is there that you're just like, how how are they going to get out? Obviously, you, you you could kind of work it out. Hangman's been left on the tarmac, and they basically say it like four four times where yeah. they're like, for you're you're staying back for any uh, subsequent duties <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like and like you, saving them getting, at the last you minute you get frustrated asking to go out you're like okay yeah. but but no uh, the bit we sort of the, another sort of I guess it was a fake out in itself is because obviously I think you're like a part of going into this movie do or will they or, will, will they or won't they kill Maverick I know yeah I thought they, and I thought they, they might do when he does the rescue him thing mm. and the way they play it out I'd have if he'd been dead I'd have chalked it up to Okay. I feel like at that point in the runtime, I was like, "This is the end of the movie." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Then and then they just added on twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were just. Uh, I, I was at that point. I was a little bit like, oh, "This is the end of the film." Like, I don't see it going any longer than this. Mm. And you know, I know they. So Rooster wasn't like, "Yeah, okay, I'm going back to the no, back to the carrier." Be, yeah. So because he didn't, it's one of those things. It's like. Uh, uh, Jim Gordon dying in uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't see the body. You know, he's yeah. not dead. It's one of those. You didn't yeah. see him fly back to the helicarrier. Yeah. Uh, to the uh, the aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still out there. He's gonna save him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought, and again, I thought the ending was great. And then you know, had like a, a <laughs> I guess it's like all a character family reunion where they all just go to his like. 
uh, his he's got like a hangar, isn't he? He lives at, oh, yeah, at yeah. an aerodrome, yeah, so it's yeah. like, and they they all just go there, and he takes uh, Jennifer Connelly for a, for a ride. Yeah. Whilst uh, well, uh, whilst um, whilst uh, Lady Gaga plays in the background. Yeah. So, which is yeah. I mean, the the. I think that's how we got in trouble the first time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, cool, nice callback. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, so you know, pretty much goes full circle, and um, I, I don't think they'll make another one. No, I don't, don't think so. they need to. No, I don't know what I don't know what else you'd do. I, I, I joked about the uh, the real MCU. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, if 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 there's a story to be told with um, maybe with. Um, you know, with the new Hangman guys. or, yeah, yeah. you know, if Miles Teller wants to, to kind of uh, take over the reins, you know, um, maybe, you know, and if there's, if there, again, if there's a good story to be told, well, then the, I'll always welcome what this it. Is, what this has done is solidified that trust that if they do announce another one, yeah. I don't want to go, fuck's sake. Yeah, I know, like, yeah, the yeah. trust is there now. I know they're only going to do it. Yeah. if they think it's a good story and I don't think they'll as much as this, this is what studios do is they, they'll they have a, a really good film mm. and then when the sequel is coming up they'll just cut costs yeah. like, I just can't see it happening because Tom Cruise won't he won't allow he won't do it no if that was the case he was, he's proven that he will spend the money he needs to spend to make yeah. the movie he wants yeah and and to from, get the results do you think from a from a even from a there's nothing in from a financial point of view, as a businessman point of view, as himself. There is nothing from using that method that says, "Oh, you're going to lose money," because mm. he's been doing it with the Mission Impossible's, and mm. they've been making like, a fuckload of money. They've been making bank, yeah. So like, it's not like it, it's not like he does it and it's like, "Oh, this is a risk." He's probably like, "No, by the looks of it, it works." So mm. I'm going to keep doing it as well. I want to do it anyway, and yeah. by the looks of it, there's barely any risk. Honestly, I feel like it's the only way he operates. So yeah. you just won't get Tom Cruise in your movie. No, so yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't think they would. I mean, I feel like if there was a story, and you know, I feel like maybe if. Tom Cruise has contractually has no like stakes in yeah. Top Gun. Like yeah. he can't he can't say yes or no to a project. Yeah, you know, like he can't stop them from making a Top Gun. Yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. you know they uh, I think it's Paramount. They own the IP. So okay, yeah. So, but I feel like they would have to have the blessing of Tom Cruise. Yes, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even more so than say if you had uh, uh, Ridley Scott for an Alien uh, movie uh, tie in or yeah. loosely based. Um, you know James Cameron for a fucking Terminator film you know those those uh, trusts are gone yeah 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 you know but it was similar for those you know they always try to look for the for the the blessing of someone involved yeah uh, in when it was at its peak and if um, he wasn't involved you'll end up with a uh, with a Terminator 3 a Salvation a Hobbit situation where they forego all of the effective camera trickery and better way of shooting mm. for green and just screen, put green screen all mm. over it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's hope that that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. So let's get to some. Do you know what? Let's do a let's do a two part where we do our our uh, rating for Top Gun and for Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked enough about both because. Yeah. I mean, they come together as a package. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, two very different movies that somehow it just works. Yeah, yeah. Together so well, yeah. So let's go for what should we do? So let's do. Um, Sorry, just I think the commentary of that would be like if you were to 
like picture you in the nineties and the noughties mm. and then picture yourself now. Yeah. It's it's that, isn't it? Yeah. It's that sort of thing where like the eighties version of Top Gun and like Tom Cruise and that and then him now. Yeah. Sort of a bit more grounded. Like it's that sort of like it's we always picture the past a little bit like a little bit more fantasized and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, of the There's 90s. always the nostalgia goggles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. I feel like, you know, we've been on so many journeys with Tom Cruise that that's another layer yeah. of the same thing that I talked about where it's like the emotional weight because of time yeah. is um, even higher because if you're a fan of, certain, you know, don't have to be a fan of all Tom Cruise films, mm. that's totally fine. You know, he's dabbled in certain other things, but he's just like back to focusing on like uh, action movies yeah, yeah you know well and truly so he's you know you're you're also you also have been on a journey with tom cruise yeah, yeah so it's and it's like because it's been talked about for so long and even if you're just like a moderate fan of top gun or you've seen it you're aware of it yeah, yeah and yeah. then you're just like oh they're, they're bringing out a new one uh you know a uh, bit 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 later on you know it might be still the same old schlock but it's totally it's totally not and yeah. you know for all the love of Top Gun, the original, mm-hmm. there's so many other reasons to like love this film as well. Yeah, yeah and they're yeah. different. They're different reasons, which yeah, is really yeah. weird. It's yeah. such a weird dichotomy. It is, it's, yeah, I don't. It's a formula that I think Hollywood's going to be bashing their heads over trying to crack, trying to work it out for yeah. a while now. Like we've just spent you know well over an hour and a half trying yeah. to do the same. So, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, rating for the so we're going to rate the the first Top Gun. Out of um, super gay volleyball scene. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> let's let's do it out of um, like I'm gonna say uh, awkward to watch love scenes. Okay. Because I'd say in they, it's probably not really that awkward. It's just it's very artsy yeah, for, for what it is, 80s, isn't it? That like slow motion. Yeah. Like I feel like who is having sex like this? I mean, <laughs> come on. And there's there's like a lot of licking involved. Uh, it's just and it's just like there's so much so much sweat. I don't want to. I don't want to. Why is there so much, why is there so much sweat? No. Like, well, that's just in the rest of the moving. movie. They're not even. Oh yeah, that's true. The whole movie. They're very sweaty. That's, that's just that's just movies in the seventies and eighties. That's bro. true. I feel like from the seventies all the way up to like I don't know Independence Day. Everyone was just just deodorant hadn't cracked it yet. No, I don't think. I feel I feel like it's just like they just had like no no towels on set. Like, <laughs> why is that such an oversight? You know, surely there should be like a third AD who just can bring towels mm. or a runner who can go out and get you some so nip out to Walmart and get you some towels. Yeah, but um, Those lights, man, they're so hot. Yeah, let's do it out of like awkward sex scenes, and not really because. Because it's awkward. Awkward love-making scenes. Awkward love-making scenes because I feel like nowadays, if you were to put that scene in a movie, yeah, like shot for shot, yeah, it'd be so it'd be so cringe. Yeah, yeah, it'd be weird as fuck. So out of awkward love-making scenes, yeah, how many out of five? First Top Gun. First Top Gun. Five. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Wow. Okay. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. I mean, I, can't believe I do. I just rewatching it again for the first time in a couple of years as well. It was just it. There was not an ounce of it that I wasn't smiling into it, and everything that was going on was amazing. Yeah, every beat just hits. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it, like we've said as well as critical as we get. Like, if I can't find anything wrong with it, why am I going to mark it now? Hmm. Like, yeah, five, absolutely. And I'm going to give it a four point five. Ooh, okay. And I'll reveal the reason now. <laughs> one, yeah, once once we realise what we're marking the or rating oh, okay. the second one out. Okay. Uh, um, 
I feel like I'm just going to... Right, okay. Uh, we're going to give... Sorry, we're going to rate Top Gun Maverick okay. out of... Out of five millennials somehow knowing all of the lyrics to Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Because... Yeah, that was... Who, that... who from our generation... You know, and that was one of the things where I was like, I wait, could mark it down. We know, we know, wait, we know people will know the, there are people out there that will absolutely know it, full lyrics, that's fine, of that. But an entire bar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an entire bar that is, at that point, majority made up of people under the age of 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm under like, the age of 35. Uh, yeah, maybe. I'd say like the other patrons are like a little bit older oh, than yeah, them. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. But um, yeah, definitely, you know, I, one of the things which I the, probably one of the only things that I didn't like was the fact that he he played the same song as his dad. Yeah. I mean, I know he was probably taught it, but like a storytelling purpose for to it. for him to play the same song as his dad just happened to be at the the moment when Maverick's there as well, yeah. and like and so the only two points in time we witness. Uh, someone playing the piano, yeah, both yeah. the father and the son, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same song. I'm yeah. like, the chances of that are so small. Yeah. But yeah. it's a movie. Yeah. So. And it and it, it was a nice moment. In the it was a nice moment, yeah. So, yeah. Or yeah. a hard moment. A hard a, and... It was a good job, yeah. drama. It was a mo- an emotional moment yeah. for Mav. So. But, but yeah, it is a bit... That's probably the... That, so, ironically, yeah. out of everything that happens in this movie, that might be the most far-fetched. Yeah. In- that's including the beating of the superior jets with an yep. old 80s jet and stealing a jet Grand Theft Auto style off of a broken runway. Yep, and and this Mac 10 stealth fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Mac 10. Out of everything that happens in this movie, someone playing a a certain song on the piano that his father also played in the last movie is just outrageous. (laughs) And so for that, I'm giving it a three. No, um, so, yeah, out of... That's out of that, yeah. So out uh, out of five millennials who know all of the lyrics to Great Balls of Fire. I'm giving it a five. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I'm giving Top Gun, the original, a 4.5 is because I genuinely think this is a better film. Okay. So I can't... I, I, I could have given it a five. Yeah, okay. But I'm thinking... Could you, you know, remember there's a scale. Even I know. Even the number itself. I feel like... It um, be, but you want to you, you mark the how much you think it is a yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I genuinely, because of how technology's changed and how the they wanted to present this film in comparison to the last film, Yeah, I just think it is how that like... that technology. It is just yeah. that one step up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's a 0. 0.5. Yeah. And giving a Top Gun a 4.5 is not a bad thing. No. And then giving this one a 5 is just... There's... It's not... It's not like... It's not high art, but it's the it's probably the best cinematic experience I've had since Endgame. Yeah. But the reason that Endgame was such a big like a big experience for a lot of people was because of how much build there was. Yeah. Uh, the film is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's you know it's got some flaws, yeah. uh, but Endgame is really good, and I feel like it was a good. Uh, ending to everything that they built before. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. things you'd want to change, but let's not get into that. 
But penultimate then, episodes are always better than the, the finale. Yeah, I, I, obviously, I, I prefer Infinity War, but that's yeah, never here nor there. So, the but then before that, there's probably only a handful of cinema, cinema experiences, I'd say, are on that level. Yeah. So I went to see Tron yeah. in IMAX when IMAX was like just coming out. Yeah. There, there was really only the one near us. It was The only one was in London. Yeah, I can match it or something, yeah. And, uh, and, before that was I uh, saw I when my IMAX was just starting Waterloo when it was only in Waterloo yeah uh, the first Star Trek that was yeah. my first IMAX kind of experience and then with Chris Pine that was very similar sort of experience and then, then before that it's like Inception mm-hmm. and like The Dark Knight and all of those were like 2009 2010 2012 yeah like look how much gap there is yeah, there's I know. ten years between. I know, it's crazy. Or about eight years between uh, that last, like, I can't believe, like, that's just happened. Like, it was, like, don't get me wrong, like, Tron Legacy is not, like, an amazing, it's not, like, a a great film. It's a good film. Yeah, it's a good film. But because of, it was in IMAX. Yeah. And because of, like, the music's fantastic and the the effects are, like, really good. And like you know, it was, it, was, it was more of a, it was just more of an experience. Yeah, yeah. So you, I want that every time, but I get it rarely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a film like Top Gun, which was an eighties kind of cheesy film, mm. still really good. Like incredible for what well, it was. Yeah, but yeah, it was an action. For the sequel to be that good and it be an experience, and mm. for me to be like, that was on a different level. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't I can't just give it, I can't give it anything less than a five. Yeah, that's right. I, I would, I'm going to, uh, in a very similar sense, but for, almost, like, in the same wheelhouse, um, I'm going to give it a five. Mm. But because I like them both equally. All right, okay. I like, yeah. for the same sense you are, they are, I don't have a preference out of the two. Oh, okay. They are, I do think they are just, they, in the realm of what we've been saying, where they like, they both go together so well, they ref- obviously are part of the same universe, that, but they are different movies while being the same. It's just, it's, I, I, yeah, I like them both equally. Mm. It's, it's the same beat for me with both of them. So they're both a five for me, yeah. like equal. Like they will just sit together on my five scale. Nice. But yeah. But I did try my very best to not mark it down slightly. Yeah. For one reason and one reason only. What's that? Definitely needs more Kenny Loggins. Needed walking up. <laughs>